Test. One. Six. Stand by for pre-show banter. Yeah, we got all that pre-show banter, baby. I thought you knew. This banter's like so pre-show. It's like, you know how it go. Man, if you don't want to hear just horrible freestyling, you need to call me up, Stu. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. What's up, Antonio? Hello. I was on mute. There yeah, well, now you're not on mute. Keyboard. I am recording. Hey, Stu, are you ready? I am. A f- I'm always. F- Antonio, are you ready? ready. Yeah, huh? Let's start the mother. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Hello and welcome to episode 506 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 506. It's gonna be awesome. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. I'm back again. Hello. Yeah, baby. Hello. Antonio, two weeks in a royo. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, listeners, but I kind of bought my way back in here, and you'll you don't see need to why be later. sorry. Oh yeah, he did. <gasps> so here's the thing, though. Here's the when thing. He's, when he's chinny back, because I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, eventually, he'll let us know. I guess. I guess. Uh. Yes. I can't keep track uh, of that. Also. Also. Also, there's something I need to add at this point because, because last week. Um, although we sort of should I say sorry, the week before Chinny went away, yeah, he was bemoaning YouTube and going, "Oh, I don't think we should do the show on YouTube anymore." Yeah, because I, I could have sworn he was here. That sounded exactly like him. I know it sounds just like him. Uh, and then I got a tweet off someone going, "Did you did you not do a show last night? Was it was it not on because?" You know, it wasn't on YouTube. What's going on? Well, here's the thing: the restream thing says YouTube is on hold right now. I don't understand his reasoning. I mean, I, I, the best I can understand it, he doesn't want to overrun YouTube with footage of our podcast. He'd rather have it only for snooker games and other live streams of video games themselves, snooker. which I think is, I think is silly. I don't know that anybody who tunes in for video games is going to look at it and go, oh, they're doing a podcast. I'm going to unsubscribe from the stream. No, did he hate? No one cares. And like I say, somebody cared because it wasn't on there. Yeah, so we got an in. We had a negative consequence for what Chinny wanted we to do. We, indeed, we did. So can I, can I just clarify this? Is is the reason you're not streaming to YouTube because Chinny's altered the settings on Restream? Is that? Oh what's yeah, happening? I'm not trying to fiddle with any of that. I'm just doing what he set up to do. I got enough things wow. to do to try to deal with things already. I'm gonna try to try to figure out how to redo YouTube. 
Yeah, I think we need to have a chat with that chinny man when he gets back off his holidays. I Listen, I don't have time to play with the phone here. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done. Clementine, when Chinny starts complaining about us streaming to YouTube for the podcast, what do you think? Be quiet, Chinny. Oh, you got told by Clementine. Oh, Snap. yeah, he did. Yeah. So anyway, how are you, Duke? Are you well? I'm good. I'm tired. It's been a heck of a few weeks getting back into the school thing, but uh, I got a million papers to grade. And I'm going to grade them during the show here. But I am going to do the video clips this week. I've decided mm-hmm. that I'm not happy with not having video clips. So I'm going to put them up. Good. Do you know what's interesting, though, Duke? What's that? You know what's what, interesting? You know what is interesting? What's that? See, you think it's super cool getting 10 weeks holiday in the summer, right? It is super cool getting all that holiday super in the summer. Cool getting all that holiday. Oh. But then you've got to go back, and it's super shit because you've been off for so long. It's not super shit that I've been off so long. It's like, it's just hard to make the transition. But the way I look at it is, I got to get my, you know, like if you break a leg, you have to heal up. You have to rest, right, in order for your leg to heal. That's what my brain is like at the end of a school year. So the summer isn't just nice to have that time off. It's about the broken bones in my head healing up. And so by the end of the summer, they're all healed, and I'm ready to get back into that boxing ring or whatever metaphor you want to use for the school. But I'm going to start, you know, my legs are going to start breaking again. My mental legs. Wow. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty sweet. All right, somebody got a story time? My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Go ahead, Antonio. Regale us with a tale from your week. Uh, I bought an Oculus Quest. Oh, snap! Take us through the process. Where did you buy it from? Facebook, which is always a place to get safe. Yeah. Oh, I saw it for 300 quid and thought, yeah, cool. Because I can just resell it for the same money if I don't like it. Well, that's probably true. Went for it. And it was all above board? It wasn't a sketchy scam? Kind of. Uh-oh. What? Kind of. All right, go on. What do you think, then? What do you, <laughs> think kind you said he smelled like a... Oh, yeah. It's, I got I got it, and apparently the guy used it once. But if it wasn't, if it was only once, Jesus Christ, he must have run a marathon. It <laughs> oh, stunk no. as shit. Oh. And I, I tried to take it apart as best I could and clean it. But annoyingly, inside, it's mainly like a fabric. I'm like the PSVR, so I can't just <laughs> give it a wipe down. God. So I, I cleaned it as best I could, but it still kind of does stink. And I, I do have VR cleaning uh, shit with me because I have a PSVR and I maintain that well. Every time I, I use it, I wash it afterwards just to, you know, quick wipe over. Well, according yeah, to the video, uh, the commercials I've seen on TV, Fabrese is the thing that will get smells out of anything. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that near my eyes, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon as well that's probably not a good thing to spray on light sensitive But then when you flail your hands around, that's good for Beat Saber, isn't it? And you're like, ah, my we'll eyes. Yeah. But yeah, just I, I took the plunge because, like I said, if it if I think it's shit, I can just flog it off and then be none the wiser. And then and someone will go, this guy sold me a game. stinky headset. Sorry? And then the person you sell it to will say, this guy sold me a stinky headset. I'm going to sell and it for 300 the, quid. I will make the mistake. I will. Re- oh my God, I messed up. I will make sure that it doesn't stink as shit. I will make it my honor to make sure it does not stink as shit. I worked in a hospital as a cleaner for four years, so I've, I've smelled. You know a little something shit. about dealing with odors. 
Oh, definitely. And <laughs> I, I got flashbacks. I got like war flashbacks to working in a hospital. Wow, it was, must be bad. It but, was really bad. I'm not even overstating well, it. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? This this should have rang alarm bells for you, right? So this dude goes, yeah, I've only used it once, but I put a custom warning, strap on it. Warning, warning. You know, that's what the alarm bell should have sounded strap like. Strap on something they only use once. Yeah, no, that's fair, but I don't care. The, all the tech works, so fuck him. Yeah, so how is the strap, by the way? So there's a lot of... One of the main complaints I have about the Oculus Quest is that it's very front-heavy. And would you say that's right? It's very front-heavy. Do you know, I, I think it's a lot of fuss over nothing because it's not that heavy in general. It is It is a little bit, but I've never really noticed a problem, if I'm being really honest. So I compared the two. So basically what I have is the Vive um, head strap on, which has headphones on, which is nice, like pre-installed. And yeah, no, it, it does help having the Vive head strap on. It okay. does kind of balance it out. It's not 50-50. It's more like 70-30 instead of the 90-10 it was before. Because, yeah, the head strap itself beforehand is just, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of uh, material versus the entire bloody headset. Well, now it's a much heavier uh, head strap with headphones on it. And the, the headphones are fine. But yeah, like, again, if it, um, that does help the resale value if I was to flog it, which we'll get okay. to later. Uh, let me ask you another question then. Um, you, you were going to invest in one of these silicon cover things to cover up the smelly thing. Did you do that? No. And there's a reason, which we'll get to. Oh, oh there's oh, a more of a story yeah. later on. People oh, tune in. Oh. Here we go. There we Crikey. go. All right. Well, any other stories? I don't have anything, I don't think. Stewie, no, I don't, I don't think I've got anything this week. Uh, I'll tell you what I did do. I sold Man of Medan, so that's oh. that's been that's gone. Yeah, that thing it was. Yeah, it was all right, but oh, yeah, I got it. Right. I did. I did really, really well though because I didn't activate the pre-order DLC stuff, you know, because I never do any of that bollocks anyway. None of that bollocks. Um, so I advertised it with that, and I paid twenty four ninety five for it when I bought it and oh. sold it for twenty pound fifty. Oh, <laughs> so, what a steal! So I played the game for three quid. Yeah, <laughs> and did you sell it all right? It went. It went quickly. Yes, I was quite shocked, actually, because most of them only seem to have been going for about 16, 17 quid. But, yeah, when all the yours came with the DLC. 50. Yeah. So I was, like, very happy. Okay. So, yeah, so I'll be posting that out to the lucky buyer tomorrow to enjoy that very mediocre experience. Shh, don't say that. Maybe he's listening. I know, maybe he is. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. It isn't. There are, there are good aspects and bad aspects, but anyway, we'll leave it there. I've talked about it before. That's so. right, you have. Yeah. And now story time's over. Where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? Yeah, can I just say before we move on? No, nope, you cannot. Shut up. Um, yeah, EGX is fast approaching. It's on its year. way, people. It, it is, is month. indeed. Here it is it indeed comes. about a month. It's about just a little over a month, I guess. It's going to be exciting. Um, but it's going to be very exciting because we've got overseas visitors this year in a Big Brother styly house in London where it sleeps 12, and at the moment there's 15 of us in it. Uh, reality TV Big Brother style, not. Uh, no. George not. Orwell, 1984, Big Brother <laughs> no, style. No, not, not, We're not going to be putting any rats on your face. Maybe. Spoiler, spoilers Maybe that will for, happen. Spoilers for 1984. At the end, someone joins the rat race. So, yeah, we're all going to be crammed in a house that sleeps 12, and there's going to be at least 15 of us in it. Yeah, so that's you're all going to be, be naked. 
Yeah, naked. <laughs> Having fun, naked. That's right. Indeed, he do. Right. That's what so we're watch out be for doing, that, baby. people. We should, we should put that on YouTube. Yeah. We're yeah. Get naked. That's we're right. gonna oil ourselves up and slide against each other in a massive. All right. Who's going first? Naked. I'm not going first this week. All right. Who's going first then? Antonio. Oh, yeah, it's me, I bought this new fancy phone. Oh, yeah, tell us about all the cool VR yeah, games you've been playing. Let's hear you diss it because I'm feeling that some negativity is on its way. Let's see. Positives and negatives, indeed. Um, I'll go with uh, Beat Saber first. Let's, let's get the main reason I bought the bastard thing out of the way. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's what I wanted. Beat Saber with mods. It's, it's, it's good. It's what I wanted. I did have a lot of weirdness with it adjusting to... So basically, one thing I've noticed, I've played four different versions of Beat Saber now. The Rift... The yeah. Quest, the PSVR, and the Vive. The field of view is really, really different in each one. I know that sounds really pedantic and small, but basically it means how far away you can see the blocks and how much you can see. Yeah. Really enough, I kind of like the PSVR's one where you can just see only a small thing, but you can actually adjust yeah, it. Yeah, you see, that's, nice. I hate that. I like the fact with the Quest, it feels like you can just see everything. Mm, and I adjusted it and tried both. I still haven't found the sweet spot yet, but that's probably just me not used to it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. It's good fun. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I just put, found the hardest songs I could and put them on, had some fun. Uh, Love the Way You Lie was good fun on Xbox Plus, Through the Fire and Flames, because that song will haunt me until I die, and a few more. Yeah, it's so good how, fun. How did you find the side quest experience and putting beat on? on? Uh, it fucked up three times. Oh, I've had a lot of problems with fucking side quest. Uh, it crashed really? three times, yeah, and I had to uninstall it three times. Wow. It's really irritating, but whatever, you know, humps over the road, I need to, like, 10 minutes in total but it was constantly going okay reinstall okay headset on okay headset off but whatever it, it's done now it's done yeah, yeah you got to give and obviously you've got to set up a developer's account and all that malarkey yeah so, in total like the faffing about was about two hours i think in total for all the faffing about i've done so far okay because uh, i i've I siloed some games onto it and stuff which i'll get onto later uh the beat said but yeah it's fun i do prefer the psvr version right now for one reason and one reason alone go on okay. I fucking hate the Oculus controllers for Beat Saber. Um, they weigh nothing, and you basically can't do any fun wrist techniques, which make it fun to do hard songs. That's why now, you need to get the actual up. lightsaber handles. Well, yeah, you can. But that doesn't, I don't want to spend more money. I know. No, I can't agree. I think I think you'll just get used to it. I quite Maybe. like the fact that they are light, because it's, it's, you can move quickly. Mm. But you're right, there's no heft. There's no mm. heft in but yeah, maybe it's time to get used to it. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's nice to you know just have mods. I it's, so how I, how about the actual tracking and stuff like that compared to PSVR? Because I'll be honest with you, right? And you you may correct me here, but mm-hmm. I've obviously had PSVR as well, and the tracking drifted constantly. It was not a good experience with the tracking of those flipping controllers. The PSVR version of Beat Saber, I really really like. It is the tracking's perfect. I've never had an issue. Wow, and I'm that's shocked. Not, that's not no PSVR dick sucking here. PSVR's got tons of problems. It just does work. And um, there are a few issues at the start, but a little bit of faffing about turning off, turning on again works perfectly fine. Okay. It's Resolution comparison. There's, it's a small difference. That's the thing. The Quest versus the PSVR. It's a small difference. I did notice it though. I can't deny that. I played the Quest, then put on the PSVR to play Tetris Effect to compare. I was like, oh yeah, there is a difference. It's small, but there is definitely a difference. Um, yeah, and it is. You see, nice maybe maybe my memory of PSVR is different because I remember it being really grainy and real loads of stuff like not looking super sharp at all. It's not bad, but you're definitely right that the Oculus Quest is sharper. 
And by the way, I have played Rocket League this week, so you can have fun later. Woo! Um, Rocket League! Um, yeah, like, it's a small difference, and Beat Saber isn't the best visual showcase of that. I played Rebel Recall as well, which I'll talk about later, which showed off the graphics a bit better. But it's not a powerhouse. Like, you know, I've played on the Vive at full specs, it's nothing like that. But no, it's just obviously. what I wanted. It's, it's Beat Saber mods. Um, I need to sideload the sideload of the, the Shrek movie, which I still want to play. That was the main reason oh. I want to play this, is Come the full Shrek movie. By the way, someone needs, they are working on Shrek 2 at the moment as well, so that's coming. Oh, thank God for that. The best so, answer. yeah, so you'll have two of those to play for an hour and God knows how long it is. An hour and a half. Um, yeah, it's good fun. I, I'm not a big fan of the actual um, eyepiece around your eyes, you know, a little cotton thing or whatever it is. That, that absorbs sweat like a motherfucker. Oh, the the thing that actually goes around the lenses. It's like yeah, a piece yeah. of stretchy cotton, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah, nice that's difficult to clean as well. That's one of the worst. Yeah, things. well, yeah, I know because the smell of the fucking last owner's still yeah, on it. Yeah, it's it a good very wash. difficult. Like, yeah, yeah, weird design choice that I've got to say, but I'm assuming that's to keep it cool. Yeah, know, maybe get rid maybe. of like, heat and stuff. But yeah, like it is a good piece of kit. Um, but we'll get on to more later. But I'm not seeing too many games right now that make me want to keep playing it. But Beat Saber on the Quest is probably. The best version apart from the controllers. Because, yeah, no wires is genuinely lovely. Like I didn't notice it much on the PSVR, but going from wires to wireless, yeah, you, you do notice it, definitely. You oh, yeah, it. sure. Have you have you tried Shatter Me, then? Have you have you played that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that mainly so you... Because I knew you would ask. I put quite a few on. <laughs> Funnily, the favorite, my favourite song so, so far has been um, Cars Mum's a Bitch from the South Park movie, because the chart... Uh, I've not even crazy. downloaded that. That gets a lot of high ratings. Well... Yeah, and it is genuinely the funnest song I think I've played on Beat Saber, period. Well... Have you played, have you played Under the Sea from Little Mermaid? I need to see if the Bartman's on there, because I'd like to do the, do the Bartman in VR. Oh, yeah, do the Bartman. Everybody uh, yeah, can the, do the Bartman. The installing songs process is simple enough. Um, yeah, it's just... Because I'm used to doing it with a Clone Hero, and I will say Clone Hero, I'd say, has got a better modding community, but that's mainly due to the consistency of the charts. Maybe it's easier to make, you know, the note uh, stream better on there. I don't know. Uh, it's all a little, it's all like the little shallow things that no one really cares about this game, but that's what I care about, you know, like such as the notes and your field of view. And yeah, it's good. It is a good version. And um, I have noticed that I can't really charge the, uh, the quest while I'm playing without it actually charging. I don't know if you had this issue, but. I'm you can, you, you can stick a battery pack on it while you're playing, and it will charge oh, as right. you play. I know, but I'm charging as I'm playing, but the percentage isn't going up, it's still going down. Right, yeah, I haven't noticed that, but then I haven't really... I don't think I've ever really played it long enough for it to run out of battery yet, because, you know, when I, when I do a workout, I probably only play for about maybe an hour, hour and a half tops, and it does about two and a half hours quite comfortably, really. Okay, fair enough. Um... There is one really big issue, which is actually part of the reason I might get rid of it. Oh. And this is about the quest itself. Yeah. You can't lower the brightness. Please, please put me wrong if there is, but I checked on the Oculus forums. It is a hotly asked uh, for thing, which is there's no brightness tuner. Now, with the PSVR, I play. I can play it completely for like five, six hours. And that's because I have the brightness on as dim as possible. And it's very right. comfy. I can play this for about an hour and I can't look at the screen for a while. Wow, you see, I'm... It's so bright. Yeah, it is bright, but I've never had that issue, because it doesn't... I don't... I've never... Because you have eyes of steel. 
I do. I must have. I I've never. I've, I must admit. I when I had the PSVR, I used to get headaches quite a lot after playing it. Really? Uh, but yeah, I used to get headaches and stuff. But I've not had any of that since I've had the Quest. Hmm, there you go. It, I think we just. I think from this, we've just learned that PSVR is better for me and the Quest is better for you. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But, I didn't. I, I so like the PSVR, but I wasn't going from that to this. And I have played it recently on PSVR because there was one at Arcade Club, so I have had another look at it. Um, yeah, just the, the screen door effect on PSVR is is shocking compared to this, in my opinion. Yeah, no, you know, you, when you, you know. when you see a high res video played on the Quest, you you barely see the pixels. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're definitely right there. It is a better piece of kit in most aspects, but it's just the games. That are lacking for me. But yeah, they're I'll coming stop. though. There is a but, lot of stuff but, coming. I'll stop for now. Beat that okay. saver. It is the best version of Beat Saver I've played. It's just the controller okay. is the only thing holding it back. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, shall I go next, Dukes? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Because I'm going to tell you about a, a quest game that came out this week that I really like. Go uh, on. Which is called Real VR Fishing. <laughs> uh. No, no, honestly, right? They, oh, yeah, no, sure. honestly. And I thought uh, you might try this. Antonio's response was correct. I know. Hear me out. Hear me out. Um, look, this is a great, just chill game. It's just the most chilled you can get. You you sit on the edge of a lake. Sitting on the edge line. of a lake. Uh, but it, I've got to say, what they've achieved is pretty impressive. Um it's it's a combination of real photographs of places, and then they've done this photogrammetry or something, some weird thing they've done, uh, to sort of for the closer up stuff. But it it does feel like you're there. It's got all the sound effects, you know. There's mist rolling in, you know. When it rains, it looks super cool. One of the coolest features this game has got, right? <laughs> Small things impress me, right? You don't just, say. Uh, I've, I've I'm know. learning so much about you, Stu. Small things impress me. Yes, they do. And one of the small things that impresses me about this game is you've got a lodge uh, that you that you can go back to. And when you get there, you've got your own aquarium. And when you catch so many of the same fish, then you can put them in the aquarium. So, so by the way, to- streamer, watch people watching the stream, there's nothing wrong with the stream. This isn't available as like a widescreen video clip. It's a box on this YouTube no, well, that's That's how the quest records. Uh. Why does so Beat Saber really show like. up then? I have no idea. That's some whatever. people. I guess it's not on the quest. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, go on. Uh, yeah, so it, as you can see on the screen, it, it, it looks like a real place. When you're there, it looks like a real place. Uh, they've done animations. There's like a nighttime one where there's a little lantern at the side of you. And it's just so cool and chilled. You know, the fishing, to, to be fair, the funniest thing about this is the fishing mechanics aren't that brilliant. What are you doing, Duke? I'm trying to fill uh, the screen with your stupid box thing. <laughs> Just leave it alone in the middle. Uh, it's fine. Uh, you're distracting now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's such a chill game. What you can also do, which is kind of cool, if you drop a load of MP3s into the music folder on your Quest, it's got a built-in MP3 player. Uh, amazing. So you can, uh, so you can listen play to MP3s music while you're fishing, which helmet. is cool. And then the other thing that's cool, and this is the thing that I like the best about it, which is just ridiculous, uh, but this is something Peter Molyneux touted many, many years ago, but never actually did. Oh, go uh, on. But, 
but when you're in the lodge it mimics whatever time zone you're in and then it has a day night cycle like anybody fucking gives a shit up uh in time with with where you are so you know what else does that going fishing (laughs) when it goes dark where you live it goes dark in the lodge Uh, it's so cool i can (laughs) feel my soul exiting through my butt now playing this made me think of another game or not so much a game but an experience that i'd like someone to make for the quest in in vr and so far virtual pooping in a lake searching the like internet comes up with nothing no one has made this thing how is that possible i know which would be something like this you know with all these cool like environments that you can just sort of sit in and chill right but being able to integrate kindle into it so you can read a book you want to sit in a in a room with a vr helmet on yeah (laughs) yeah simulating a lake where you're reading a virtual book Yes. Oh my absolutely. god. Listen to yourself. Because you want to be in the matrix, don't you? No. Just say it. Listen to me. Listen to me. L- hear me out, right? Jesus Christ. I live in the north of England. Yeah. Which at best during the winter is a depressing place. Yeah. Because it rains a lot and it goes dark early. So you wish you could sit in a virtual sunny really, lake and exactly. read your virtual book totally. during your gloomy, music crappy on, winters. Chilling in the sun. Like a Hawaiian Christ. beach would be nice. I would have thought the whole nice thing about reading a book in the winter is you get to make a fire in the fireplace. You snuggle up we in a blanket. We haven't got a fireplace. You, well, then, uh, near the heater, then. You well, wrap yourself up in a blanket. In room, you get yourself some hot cocoa. Now. No, I want to put on a helmet and pretend I'm on a beach. Yeah, sunny beach, man. Come on, back me up on this, Antonio. That would be a good thing if you like reading, surely. <laughs> I don't think I can only go so far, mate, with you. And, no. <laughs> well, wait. What if Come you on, were man. at a WWF event, though, Antonio? No, just no. <laughs> Sorry, Stu, you're on your own here. Ugh. I don't find any VR headset relaxing as is. <laughs> so no. Well, but if you had a beach book thing, it would be great. It'd be cool, man. Pick an environment, transport There's, there's always a market there. for everything, but that's just not for me. Or anything yeah, else. In general, I do... Do you enjoy very, fishing? I did. I used to fish as a kid, so I did do okay, a lot of enough. fishing. Okay, fair enough. So sure. it, it is something I used to... I've not done it for years, but uh, there were nothing better, and they are actually doing a lot of free updates. They're, they're bringing multiplayer to it, so you can sit with your friend and fish together and stuff. Um... But this the is only thing the that would be nice. I, I could see that being cool if you had a friend you used to fish with and then he had to move away and then you could yeah. like get back to it like you used to do. Exactly. See, now you've seen the bigger picture. It's still dumb, but it's less dumb. But, but, but here's the thing. This currently is one of the highest rated games on Oculus Quest. Oh, I'm sure it is. That doesn't make it good. But yeah, I think what's incredible is like, and I know it doesn't when you're looking at this, but... When it's so realistic and immersive when you're in it, this is this is far and above any VR experience as far as realism goes. I'm sure it is. Because, that doesn't mean anything. No, but it's so it's not like a picture, you know, like everything's moving and stuff's happening, clouds are going across. It's it's very cool. It's okay. a very clever thing they've achieved. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure how they did all this magic on the, on the quest because it hasn't got a lot of power as we know. As we uh, know. But yeah, they pulled it off. So yeah, fake VR fishing or real VR fishing, whatever you want to go. I'm glad you, you like know. it. 
I love it. It's very good. It's very relaxing. I could lose a lot of hours just fishing, filling up my aquarium with fish. Okay. So there you go. That's there a, you that's go. my first game. And so what about you, Duke? What yeah, well, I finished three games this week. Three. Wow. I know. Imagine that. Uh, here we go. Let's, Let's play. play. Guess, Guess the, the game, game that Duke has played, played and finished, finished this week. Times three. That's right, so, people. Huh? We're assuming one's human resource machine, then. Have you finished that? Yeah. But first, I want to say a word about... Uh, I, I, I realized recently that uh, I set all my games to border windowed borderless rather than full screen because it's easier to alt-tab out of them. But then I saw something online somewhere that it said... You get a performance hit. It requires more processing power to have it in borderless windowed mode because it's continually charging your or it's refreshing your like web browser or whatever, the stuff that's in the background. Whereas if you go full screen, it, it stops doing all those other background things. I was like, oh, interesting. So if I want my PC to be a little less noisy, maybe I should go full screen with what's it. So, there's a little piece of advice for everybody out there. And did it work? Yeah, it seems to be a little quieter now. So, there you go. There um, you go. Right, I finished Human Resource Machine. And, man, let me tell you, that game gets tough at the end. Oh, my goodness. The last thing was just insane with the difficulty. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was a really complicated. The last uh, level is you have to sort things from smallest to biggest. You have a string of numbers, and then it gives you a string of letters, and you have to sort them from smallest to biggest. So I had to write all this code that set it up so that I had the. I don't even want to get into it, but it was very complicated. <laughs> So, I don't want to get into this. I mean, I could explain it, but it would be boring to most people, I think. Yeah, and that, that we wouldn't understand that anyway. And you wouldn't understand any of it. So, I'll, But here's the thing. After finishing all the different levels, and I don't remember exactly how many there are, probably like 30 or so, I really only needed hints for like two or three. And I'm very proud of that fact. Because one of the things that I ended up doing by the end was just trying things out and then running the code and seeing how it worked and then asking myself, okay, what do I need to change about this? Like, what do I need to make different? And, you know, it worked. I, I set it up so that it worked for the first group of numbers. And then as soon as it tried to do the letters, it crashed. And it's the type of thing where it's like, okay, why did it crash? Oh, that's why, because of this line of code. What if I changed it to this? And then I switched it around and I ran it again and it, it worked better. And then it crashed later on. So it really is the type of thing of like you're writing code and then you're debugging it. Like that's what the whole thing is about. And like I've said before, this game has sort of bonus elements in it so that once you have your code, you should you, you can try to figure out how to get it down to fewer lines of code and, you know, there's a target for each one. By the end, I was like twice or three times as much code as you were supposed to have. And I was like, I don't care. I got it to work. And that's all that matters to me. So it's just really cool. Now, there's a sequel called, I don't remember what it's called. It's called like A Billion Humans or something like that. And um, I'm not going to play that right away. I'll probably wait until it goes on sale or something. But I am keen to play it because it's, you know, again... It's a really well done game, and I really had a lot of fun with it. 
Uh, and I felt very proud of myself for having finished. And I finished all the extra challenges because over on the left side of the elevator list, they have these bonus challenges. And I was like, uh, you know, I always tried those first so that I get those out of the way. And uh, yeah, I did it. Woo! Yeah, I mean, you you're probably into these games like Opus Magnus and what was the other one, Shenzhen, whatever. Oh, I haven't played Shenzhen IO. Uh, I played a little bit of Infinifactory, but oh, that was the other one. Yeah, that one. I reached I, the last level I did in that was so complicated. I was like, it doesn't make me want to run back toward it because it's like the next one's going to be even more complicated probably. But I made it work, so I shouldn't have that defeatist attitude. I should be like, I'm going to do this. I can do it. Yes, I, I'm great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's really cute. I can even see myself playing this again because you know who knows now that i know how each one is done basically like the concepts of it maybe I, my brain will work in terms of shorter code or something mm. maybe you can become more efficient maybe with i practice. can become more efficient and you know the graphics of course are very cute as you can see and the um there's like a meta story you know like what's going on in this factory why is there's for instance you can see on the screen there is all that stuff flying around in the background well there's a story that kind of goes with that and the, the building becomes more and more destroyed as you go up it. And uh, it's not a great story. It's interesting enough. So, yeah. Yay, I'm done. The one thing I wish you could do, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but at, there's this, you have the ability to put little notes in your code so you can give yourself a reminder, like, here's where you are comparing all the numbers to each other, or here's where you pick, you know, pick up the smallest one and put it in the outbox or whatever. I wish you could type those in. Because what you have to do is it brings up a little drawing pad and you have to basically draw your note on it, which isn't a huge deal, but it's just, it would be more efficient if you could type it in. So hopefully in the sequel, they allow you to type Especially those. for a game that's all about efficiency. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But it also it gives you a lot of freedom, which is nice. So you could do pictures if you wanted to do instead of text, but I don't think many people do pictures. And I think it would be nice to just have text instead. So whatever. But big thumbs up. I mean, it's not going to be for everyone. This game is not going to appeal to the entire gaming base. But if you're interested in a in a in a, in a heck of a challenge, and it does pretty much hold your hand at the start, so you can get through the first few levels at least. I mean, what what do you think, Antonio? Looking at this. Looking at this, I have no idea what's going on. Is it easy to learn? Because I own it is easy game. to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Because it starts you off. You only have like two lines that you can choose from in your code, and it's like the. I think the first level is literally like pick up the thing in the inbox and put take it to the outbox. Like that's it. Okay. And then it says, you know, okay. add the first, you know, add the first thing to the second thing over and over again, and then you do it ah. a few times, and then you, you know what I mean? Like it just it build each level builds on the one before it. It does look quite fun. I can't lie to you. I do own this. Oh, really? Well, if you own it, yeah, I mean, you yeah. ought to give How, it a try. Let, let me ask you a question. How do, have you ended up owning this game? Uh, probably a Humble Bundle at one, yeah. one point or another. Yeah, probably makes sense. Wow. Hmm. I just, yeah, I just look try. at it and think my brain would hurt after a bit, so... You never know. You might surprise I'm yourself. Too old. I'm too old to be working out complicated stuff. But this is the thing. Now that I've done this, I'm like, ooh, maybe I could try actually coding stuff. Oh, God. Uh. I mean, if I had any time. Duke's just going to be coding shit. Maybe someday. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. that's Human Resource Machine. You can code in that Kindle support for your bloody fishing Yeah, game, there right? you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Like, that's the first thing I would jump at. Oh, yeah. Code in some fucking Kindle reader into the fishing game. That'd be perfect. 
Yeah. And I can kick back on my veranda in the lodge and just watch the clouds go by and read a book. All right, Antonio, Perfect. you're up. What you got next? Uh, let's go for Rocket League. Let's go for Rocket, Rocket League. League. Let's move away from the VR headsets. Yeah, baby. Uh, I had a friend who wanted to get into Rocket League, and I thought, you know what? I'll give him the shoulder. I'll give him a hand. And um, I made the mistake of playing it on PC while he was on the Xbox, so crossplay had to be on. Why is that it a mistake? Uh, it was rough. It was rough. Why was that rough? We were, well, I was ranked at a certain level, and he uh, was getting okay. ranked. He was unranked, so it, yeah, was, it was quite rough. Right. But it was very rewarding, like, two hours in to see him starting to learn, you know, how to do, you know, knock a ball off the wall and stuff. And, yes, you can double jump, if you could believe. And, what? Um, yeah, I know. And it was really rewarding to see him grow as a player over, like, just two hours. Just As I literally said, just, all right, just kind of just watch me and the and the other two guys just kind of fight it out, and then you kind of pick everything up as you go. So you knew the basics from watching me before. Oh, I forgot how fun Rocket League is, man. Well, yeah. But I forgot I forgot the rage it can build up as well, and like this, the self-loathing and disappointment it can bring oh, out in you. Oh, welcome you to my world all day, shots. every day. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it gets to you sometimes. You miss a shot you've done a hundred times, you go, oh, for God's sake. And your teammate will be going, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it all happens. Yes, but I know it shouldn't happen. And stuff like that. I just love Rocket League, man. It's yeah. so fun. And then... I played it also, my little brothers on the Switch, uh, back at my place, and the Switch port is great. I mean, it looks kind of vast, but it runs at mm. 60, and okay. yeah, that's all I want. Cool. It's a, oh, I just forgot how fun Rocket League is. I bloody love it. It is great. There's no there doubt about go. it. There's the pandering to you, and I'll go back to VR after this. Yeah, <laughs> pandering to me. I hate Rocket No, I don't hate Rocket League. I, uh, I'm stuck in gold, man. I had a really good teammate today. We played a few games, and then he just vanished and i'm um, just i mean you know whatever like it is what it is it's uh i'm trying to have fun regardless of my rank you know and that's hard because like you said i beat myself up when i miss i had a we won we were up three to one and then my teammate missed an easy thing he uh i was about to score and then he flubbed it up and they scored and then mm. it, we were it was like five seconds left and the ball was coming right to me in the goal and i was like i'll go up in the air to hit it and i hit it into our goal and I was just like, ah, and we went into overtime, and then they scored, and they won. And I was like, we were up three to one! <laughs> and I couldn't be mad at anybody but myself. Mm. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway. Well, I'm, I'm back on the Rocket League market if you want to play sometime. Yeah, totally. So I took a big break from it. Just, just you know, I like to take a break, break from games oh, like yeah, this sometimes. I did it it's for Guitar Hero. It's like good this. to be back. Oh, sure. Anything yeah. else about that, Antonio? Uh, Not for me, no. All right. Stu, you're up. Okay, I'm going to talk about a game that I finished this week. Oh, go ahead. So I finished a game this week, which is Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 3. Ooh. Or 4. No, Episode 4 even, isn't it? Yeah, season I keep forgetting two, even what episode I'm on anymore. But yes, I've finished Episode 4 of this game. The Dude. final episode's out in December, I believe. Yeah. When that's coming out. And it was all right. It was okay. It had some interesting moments, but it did become a little bit cliched towards the end of the episode, and something happened that was a little bit hard to believe, but you just got to accept stuff, I guess, in games, because it's a video game. But yes, the, the, the voice acting's still really strong. The game itself's fairly good story still, you know, stuff's still happening and shit's going wrong. And I'm not really sure how this is all going to end, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's all right. Yeah, like I say, the the episode was good. It was quite short. 
uh, compared to the other three episodes. Yeah. But like I've, how long? Already, like when you say short, how long are you talking? About? Uh, probably about two and a half, three hours, I guess. Yeah. Two and a half, three hours. But I've clocked up fifteen hours already without the last episode. So it's, you know, it's a fairly hefty game altogether. I For suppose, season you two, you're at way. fifteen hours. You said. Yeah, fifteen hours without the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too shabby. So it's, it's, no, it's fairly substantial, and like I say, a lot of stuff has gone down. It seems a long time ago when I played that very first episode, and the initial shit goes down that causes them to go on the run. Um, but yeah, overall, it's it's a pretty good game. You know, I am enjoying it. I don't know whether I'm enjoying it as much as the original Life is Strange, even though it's a more believable story, I guess. Yeah. But, and sorry, remind I me, I think you said this, but how is this, is this connected like conceptually nope. are there similar characters nope. to the first season or not at nope. all nope no not connections at all. whatsoever so if you if you've never played life is strange the original it would make no difference it's not in the set in the same place nope okay interesting nope. so it's a so whole why they even bother story. using the same name just because they had people into the game uh because there is some weird shit goes down so okay, in the, obviously enough. in the first game you could wind back time in this game there's another power of some I sort gotcha. i got you without giving too much away uh, so I guess that's the, the only connection, really. And it's a, it's a very similar in style, obviously. Yeah. You know, it looks similar. The you know the music they use is still like kind of cool. Uh, yeah, the scripting's a lot better though, and it's, there's very little in the way of any sort of puzzle mechanics at all. This really is about an interactive story, really, where the only thing you do is choose dialogue choices. Right. So, you know, nothing. There, there is a little bit of, of exploration where you have to find stuff, but other than that, there's no real, like, puzzles at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm watching the um, video and it keeps glitching out, as in in the game. So uh, Life is Strange is probably the, one of the biggest 180s I've ever done in gaming. I enjoyed it when I first played it, but then played through it again with mates and had probably the funniest time I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and then played the Before the Storm game and had, again, the second funniest time in my life. And oh. I'm waiting for this all to be out to again play with that group of friends and just laugh because, oh, we we just. It would be hard to take it seriously if you have people around. Oh yeah, it is. It's a. But it's you're supposed to. I mean, it's supposed time. to be all it's... deep and powerful. Oh, that's part of the reason why it's so funny. The dialogue <laughs> I find is so bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. Good. it's hella good. Fair enough. <sighs> yeah, there's, there, there is... so far. This looks funny. Like it looks funnier than Life is Strange One. So I'm excited to play it, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> that makes sense. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, I play. I, I did play the Captain Spirit DLC, like prelude thing of it, and that was they were tr- oh, they were trying to hand fist, you know, ha- how um s- sad this kid is and all that. But it's just so funny how badly written it was. Oh, yeah, it's I can't better. wait. I can't wait. It is better than the original Life is Strange, as oh, far as I'm writing. I'm sad. Everybody I know is dead. <laughs> I know that's. I know that's not the setup, but yeah, that is not the setup. No, it's not. Just just to clarify. Um, yeah, no, it's, I think it's pretty good so far. I have enjoyed it. They, they are, you, you're right. I think they do want people to take it seriously, and sometimes it doesn't come off that way, I guess. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, uh, back over to you, Duke. Yeah, back over to me. I finished another game this week that I had been playing, uh, mm. Katana Zero. It's on my playlist. Yes. It's excellent. I've said this before. It's very well done. Um, the trouble with this game is the story. 
Uh, we were just talking about the story there. Um, the story's really not great in this game. It does the thing where it's like, dude, how do you even know what reality is, man? But it's so overdone. It's so overwrought. Like, it takes itself way too seriously. And it's the whole thing. It's basically the story of Final Fantasy VII. Like, you were involved in a war. You did some nasty stuff. Now you don't really know who you are anymore. You have to pick an allegiance, whatever, whatever. But there's all the... It, it, it keeps making you think, like, this person's the ultimate bad guy. And then you go to get it. It's like, no, they're just working for so-and-so. And it's like, ah, now they got this other person. And, like, there's all these, you know, just dead... And you can tell who the real bad guy is. And it's just like, can we hurry up and get to the part where I off that guy? And then you finally do. And it's like, oh, thank God. And then How there's some other person... How the real bad guy is? Is he got a really gravelly voice and stuff? No. You don't really have does voices. He, does he in just this? look evil? There's not voices in this game. It's like it's just the dot 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 dot. You know the text on the screen. There's no voice acting. But then after you kill the main bad guy, there's some other dude. that's like there's this last case file that you have to go after, dossier. And and you go after him, and he's like, you finally found me. And it's like you argue about this drug that you're on, and then it's like I'm not going down without a fight. And then it's like the hardest boss fight ever. And I finally did it. And, I, and I, it was so funny because I got so close so many times. I didn't realize how close to the end I was because I kept dying at a certain point, you know, in a boss fight. And I was like, God, I'm never going to get through this because it's probably like halfway. And then I got through that one part and then I hit him one more time. And I'm like, oh, that was the end of it. I didn't realize how close I was. So anyway, um, yeah, it, I mean, it's really good. I highly recommend it. But just be prepared for the story bits to really drag on. And just get through them as fast as you can. Because I, I don't think your choices make a whole lot of difference. There's a part... I, apparently, I had a bad ending at a certain point. I was like, oh, I'm done with the game, I guess. That was a pretty abrupt finish. But when I went back and continued from that point and took the other path, it was clear that there was like another hour of game after that. So it's clear... Yeah, but was it, was it as bad as, as my Man of Medan ending where everybody died? Uh... It was much. It, 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 the ending that I, the bad ending, it just says game over, like that's it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it rolls credits. So it was just like, okay, that's weird. But uh, yeah. So again, like if you're supposed to be making this big choice, it didn't really have any impact when I made the. It's I think the good choice, but whatever. It's, it's not even worth talking about the story. If anybody's played this game, Katana Zero, and they want to talk about the story, maybe you can help me understand it. Maybe I should read the Wikipedia article about it to try to understand the story. But on the other hand, I don't even think I care that much. Like at the end of Hotline Miami, like that story doesn't matter, right? Nobody cares about what's actually going on there. You just run around and kill people. That's what this game is good at. So there you go. There you it's go. A, but it's about a good getting game. through difficult levels. Yeah, and... like I said, really fun game. Katana Zero, thumbs up. If you like Hotline Miami, you'll really like this game. It's 2D version of it, little uh, Mark of the Ninja mixed in. Lots of fun. It does look super stylized, you know, and the, the moves he pulls off and the blood splattering everywhere in the direction that he does it. Yeah, you're going to die a lot. You're going to have to do the same level over 100 million times. But you don't, you know, it's it's like the type of thing with Hotline Miami. You, you, you have to start over, but you're not like furious. You're just like, oh, dang it. I know what I did wrong or I have to figure out how this level is going to work or whatever it is. It's not too infuriating. It's infuriating. Do, do you know what's weird about you, Duke, right? If, if someone said to me, 
what sort of games would you like? I would never put you down for these sorts of games because I would feel that you get so frustrated, you go like ballistic. Yeah, well, but obviously I, you don't. <laughs> well, but you don't hear me when I'm playing it. Like the Duchess can tell you what <laughs> no, I'm like when I'm not. playing. It. <laughs> but but I know. But I think it is the type of thing where it's frustrating. And she was funny because she asked me when I we were talking about it afterwards. She's like, I never understand why you keep playing these games that are so infuriating. And I was like, it's because when you finally get it, it's very satisfying. And this type of game, I don't play a lot of these, right? Like, it's Super Meat Boy, Mushroom 11, this, Hotline Miami. You know, I haven't, I don't play Dark Souls. I don't play uh, Binding of Isaac, which is another one that's kind of like that. I haven't played Celeste yet. Like, You've and Celeste. I will play Celeste. I have it because yeah. uh, of Epic. Yeah. Thank you, Epic. And they've had crap games the last couple of weeks or games that don't interest me. I shouldn't say they're crap. Yeah, I ain't not bothered about. Yeah. Um, HP Lovecraft, the ultimate horror, whatever. I'm so sick of HP Lovecraft. Um, so, but it's the type of thing where I'll play a few of these every once in a while, but I know myself because if I only play these or mostly play these, I think I would be, it would, they would get to me eventually, you know, like I need a break. I need to alternate between different kinds, but it is satisfying and you're right. I, it's not the type of thing most people would you know, assume that I play. Um, but that just goes to show, man, labels belong on soup cans, dude. You don't know. The me. unexpected. That's yeah. what you got to do. That's right. Expect the unexpected with Duke. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Antonio. Yeah, I've been looking at this. I think you would definitely like Celeste. It's, you know, it's not got the same amount of violence, but it is similar mechanically. Yep. That's the sense yeah. I get. And it's very well received. So yeah, the final King chapter King. for that came out recently in an update. Yeah, it did. Yeah. For yeah, Celeste. Yeah. That. Free. Totally free. Mm-hmm. Just added on. All right. Very good. Right, Antonio, back over to you then. Yeah, what you Right, got? back to the VR, unfortunately, people. Uh, Robo Recall. That is, like, the big Oculus game I'm noticing. See, I like, didn't on... like that at all. Yeah, it, it's fun wears out fast. Um, the gameplay is solid, so if you don't know, basically, it's it's one of them shooters that you always see being demoed with VR games. Um, two guns on your side, two on your back, a bit like uh, Blood and Truth on PSVR. And you're basically going around killing robots. There it is. Have fun. And um, I played about an hour of it. I saw its gameplay and I did refund it. But the hour was fun. But I beat chapter yeah, one. Yeah, I have the same. Like That's the only game so far I've refunded on the quest. It's not a bad game. It's just I noticed it's about three or four hours long on how long to beat. And I was like, ah, that's that's how it beat the refund policy. Because I think it's two hours max you're allowed to play. It is. We can refund it. Yeah, thanks to Steam. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the movement system. So if you're watching the stream right now, you see that you can teleport and it does work. OK, so you hold the stick forward and wherever you angle the stick afterwards is where you'll be facing after a teleportation. Why can't I just walk? I'd like to just run or walk. Like Rec Room has better movement, in my opinion. Doesn't that usually have motion sickness when people try that? I like the option. Usually you get the choice, though. Some a lot of Mm. games will let you have free movement some games like red matter for instance that'll let you do either so you can do like teleport or you can do like a, a more what free movement what they do is quite cool it's like a jetpack movement so it doesn't feel quite as bad as sliding along if you will i know like teleporting feels fine in this and yeah i just would rather have the option so like i played rec room with an analog stick now and a teleportation I prefer the analog stick, but it's nice to have options. I must say, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, watching the person yank off the robot arm and beat the robot with it, that's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's, it's definitely it's cool. some cool stuff going on in this game. 
But it's definitely like the demo game, if you know what I mean. This is what you yeah. would demo right. the game with, which is ironic because there are demo games uh, you can what, download. What, you mean to show it. someone how cool VR is? Yeah, I'd say so. No, I wouldn't. I'd say T for Gods. Uh, that, yeah. Would be the best demo game to show someone how cool Ooh, VR fight, is. Oh, fight, fight. Argue about it. <laughs> um it's like it's just a fine game like this is definitely one of those games you would see on like the oculus store and you know in a shop and it, it's fine but like for 20 quid for like three hours or four hours of gameplay it's it's not for me like i did refund it and like i said the gunplay is is pretty fun it's very fun to like throw guns in the air and catch them while using a robot as a body shield and they do throw in some challenges to mix it up but a lot of the time it's just bang bang the robots in the head with the pistol and that's it that's the game. It's it'd been fine if it was a pack in or something, but buying it on its own, nah. It does look nice though. Like again, not not to be jumping on this dick riding of the quest, but it looks nice. For a, oh yeah, know. it does. It did. and I think as things move forward, they are getting uh, because they've changed the engine thing that they're using now on the quest or something. I can't remember. It's gone to this thing called Vulcan. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Big which guy, yeah. which apparently makes a huge difference in optimization and stuff, and it uses far less processing power and stuff. Uh, the so, good comparison for that is Doom. So I, I used Vulcan on Doom, and I have like a mid-tier uh, graphics card, and it ran with Vulcan beautifully well. The normal one, I think it's OpenGL, ran a bit like ass. Yeah, that, yeah, that's good Yeah, so the, the, most of the games now that are coming out are on Vulcan, on OpenGL. Uh, and that's why it took a bit more time to get the latest mods up and running i think on beat saber because they've moved over to vulcan okay. i did notice yeah. a lot of frame drops on beat saber that maybe yeah that's, that's been there's mods. a patch out now that fixes that okay so that's that was an issue with the the last update but apparently they said it wasn't anything to do with them so whether it's on oculus's end who knows yeah, um so we've got to yet again uninstall the mods and reinstall the mods once we update it but yeah i've only <laughs> noticed it on a couple of tracks where that's happened okay and yeah, I've ever recalled per pin. It is fun, but like, unless it's a packing game, maybe play it for an hour, refund it if you really want to give it a try. But it's fine. It's nothing special. It really is nothing special. It could be quite fun to speedrun, maybe, because it is a gun. Sorry, gun. A game about speed, killing robots as fast as you can and in co- in the coolest way you can. But yeah, it's nothing super special. But the adverts, you know, they look nice. But when you play it, it's fine. The gameplay runs in quite fast. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it looks great, doesn't it, on the quest and stuff, but I just got, I was just bored. I was like, it's boring. Mm. And that's that's kind of why I got it refunded. I was just like, nah, I don't feel like I can can justify 20 quid on this. As cool Mm -hmm. as it looks, I can't justify the outlay. It should have been like a pack-in demo game. There are some Oculus pack-in demo games, but they're very, they're really basic. Like, you've never used VR before, so here, hold a gun and play with a tennis ball in VR kind of stuff. I think they call yeah, it yeah, the first, first contact steps or something. Cool. Yeah, first contact's better. Yeah, uh, that's the one with the little robot in it. Yeah, in the caravan. Yeah, like, yeah, those, those, when you use VR for the first time, those things are cute, but when, you know, you've used VR a lot, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. give you, me a game. If you're showing someone and you get them to do that, they're just amazed at the fact they can throw a paper aeroplane or whatever, aren't they? And it's like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I kind I kind of wish like this was the packing game instead, you know. Maybe yeah. that's me asking too much, but you know, if you're paying four hundred pounds for a bloody headset, a packing game that actually has substance would be nice. Yeah, you. But then again, you'd... there's Rec Room, so yeah. Yeah, there is. I've not still to play Rec Room other than just going in my initial room. It's better I'm on not... the quest. It's better on the quest. 
I've no idea what it does, so we'll have to sort that out and get some multiplayer stuff done and have a go. Yeah, sure thing. But yeah, that's really cool. It's fun. If you get it in a packing, you know, packing little thing, it's fun. But besides that, eh, you've watched some gameplay, then you've seen the game, you know. It's nothing special. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good. Stu, you're up. Uh, oh, is it back over to me? Yes, I've yep. played another game that I am rather liking this week. Go on. Uh, which is called Eliza. This is uh, the therapist game. Yeah, and and Duke knows about this because he's it's from one of his favorite developers, Zachtronics. Uh, oh, that's right. This. Yeah, and it's so good. This game is so clever. Uh, I already feel really connected to the character I'm playing as. You know. Yeah making decisions for her and stuff. This mm-hmm. is this really is a visual novel where you just choose dialogue choices. Yeah. You know, yeah. make decisions on which direction you go, whether you're going to go meet someone, whether you're not going to go meet them. Right. Um, but I think this is just brilliant. I really do. I'm just like, the writing's amazing. The voice acting is just out there. You know, it's just spot on. Yeah. Uh, the way the story's going is just really good. The the whole concept of the story is just really interesting. You know, to think of a, a very near future where you'll have a cipher that's the the sort of counselor, but the counselor is really the AI computer behind them. Right. You know, and they just use a real person, so it's easier for someone to connect with. I just I just love the whole concept of it all. Yeah. And like, there's other there's stuff going on. You know, there's these two. The, the the two original developers of this Eliza have, have split up, you know, and and sort of acrimoniously not together anymore, you know, as as a sort of company. And then one's going off in one direction, and then you're in the middle because you used to program for them, and then they're trying to get you to go and work for them. So it's just, it's just really complex and interesting. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, I mean, they do good work. I'm keen like, to try it at some point. I've got to say, if you if you're into a good story, this is one of the best visual novels I've played. I I just think it's really up there as as just everything about it. It's just so cool. The presentation, the way it looks, the way it plays. Yeah. Really, really clever. Sure. So that's it. A definite thumbs up if you, at any way, shape, or form, interested in a visual novel. Yeah. Game. You know, and it's not going to be for everyone because not everyone wants to, re- you know, read a story that's a novel or play a game that's a novel. I guess. Yeah, it's interesting because their other games are so based on puzzle stuff. So for them to take this leap into this very different game game style, I think is very interesting. I think that them as developers are very interesting because they do these really, like you say, massively complex puzzle games. Yeah. And then go, yeah, let's make a visual novel. What? You know, kind of a bit out of the blue, really, but yeah. but just very very clever. You know, really well rounded characters in the in the game. You know, and you you gather people who come back for for more counselling, so you get to know the people you're talking to. Right. Uh, very clever. And I think the very sense clever. I get is that you know whatever they do, they're going to do it well. So the fact that they're turning their attention to a different type of game, first of all, it makes perfect sense because I can imagine doing the same kind of game over and over again would be dull. And granted, their games are not identical. It's just that they do, you know, they're 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 following a certain formula. And so for them to want to do something different makes perfect sense as artistic people. Um, and I think they put a lot of polish into what they do, especially the longer they've been making games, the more polished they've become. So yeah, 
I'm I'm interested in playing it at some point. Yeah, I definitely yep. think you do. You know, if it comes up on a like a Steam sale or whatever, yeah, you should sure. definitely pick it up and play it. It's very yep. very good. Yep. And that that's it from me this week. I haven't got anything else. So All right. Well, I got back one over more. To you, Duke. Yeah, I got one more. Uh, let me load it up here on the old what's it? Uh, this is a game I started and finished today. What's up, Duchess? Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's called Gravitas, and let me think of the way I could explain this game. Um, let me put the thing up so I can call it Gravitas. Uh, Gravitas. Yeah, it's hard to do this and talk at the same time. How does Chinny do it? I have uh, no idea. Yeah. He just does. So, yeah, I know he just does. All right, how can I explain this game? It's exactly like Stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. So you know Portal? I yeah. do know Portal. Kind of like that, except uh, it's different. It's it's There's no portals. What you have is, um, but you have a talking robot. So what <laughs> you're saying a, is, it's like Portal, but nothing like Portal. Well, it's like Portal, but very specific parts of Portal. Specifically, the putting the box on the button part and the hover beams. You know, you have the hover beams that will shoot out of the floor. Yep. Well, in this game, you don't have a portal gun, but you do have a glove that will cause those hover beams to appear. As long as you're using the... First of all, this game is free, so I wasn't expecting a whole lot. It took about an hour, maybe an hour and a half to finish, so I got exactly what I paid for. There's a talking robot. He has a British accent. He's clearly trying to be Wheatley. He's got a lot of the same kinds of jokes that you saw in Portal 2. Uh, I mean, it works. It's funny. Like, it is pretty amusing. Um, the feel of the place, you know, you're docking at the space station, and so the feel of the place is sort of aperture-ish, much smaller, obviously. But it does that thing at one point where, like, panels on the wall fall away, and you have manipulable stuff behind it. Um, so it's it's that sort of thing. And it looks in, pretty cool for free. It's very well made. Like the aesthetics are good. The the gameplay is pretty solid. There's one puzzle which I think the way I solved it was with reflexes. You know, you have to be quick to do it right. There may be a way to solve that puzzle that doesn't require that, but that was something kind of annoying to me. But still in all, you know, like I said, it was about an hour, hour and a half of pretty good gameplay. It's pretty funny. Uh, I had a good time playing it. Uh, it does not save your progress mid-puzzle, so that's frustrating. But the core mechanic, as I said, is, you know, you have this glove that allows you to create those hover beams and you move boxes around uh, in order to, you know, get to the exit, basically. And instead of being, you know, aperture science testing labs, this is an art gallery. And the robot is like, let me show you all the art I've made. And then you're kind of the art as well, dude. Like, get it. But whatever. Um, Very clever. The one thing that I will say about it, they have one thing that's totally theirs. Like, most of it's basically a ripoff of the portal stuff with the um, hover beams. But the one thing they did differently from portal is they have a type of box that you can create a hover beam out of, right? Does that make sense? So you generate hover beams in the room to move that box around, and then you can use that box to create a hover beam. So it's sort of like the white uh, goo in Portal 2 in that you can create a portal anywhere if you spray that goo on it. 
Well, oh, this, okay. That's what this box is sort of like, right? You can use it to create a hover beam anywhere. And that, you know, it changes the game. It makes you, uh, you know, it, it, it makes things different. So, uh, yeah, like I said, for free, you get exactly what you pay for. It's really well done, and it, it plays very smoothly. It's pretty amusing. Um, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about this free game. I, th- I think it's quite interesting, because I always wonder when someone puts out a game like this, that's obviously pretty polished and pretty good for free. You wonder why they do it. Are they just doing it to get that initial notice? You know, to get some sort of like some sort of people behind them going, oh yeah, the, you know, Galaxy Shark Studios, they're pretty cool. They made that Gravitas thing. Yeah, I mean, so I when they do bring out a game that they're going to charge for, people will be more likely to buy it. I would imagine it's probably that, and if not that, then certainly they can always say in their next game, like from the developers of Gravitas, and yeah. you know, it's it's overwhelmingly positive on Steam, and rightly so. It's uh, you know. I think they just did a really good job with this. It's a very simple game, but that said, the puzzles are, you know, kind of head scratchy at times, and it's just it's charming, you know? They do a good job making the humor engaging without being obnoxious. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a very good game. Try it out everybody, Gravitas. It's free on Steam. I'll, I'll definitely give it a go for yeah, well, you can't do it. I'll give it a go for do free. It. Play it. It's totally free. Yep. Antonio, you got anything else? Yeah, a couple of little things. Um, okay. I'll end up with the I'll end the Oculus Quest chat with a couple other like little mini games. I tried to play PokerStars VR a couple of times. That's and fine. I'm oh, yeah. locked every time. You so I installed that thing very swiftly. What is it? Literally, I loaded in, walked around a little bit, and then my guy just st- stood still. And everyone around me uh, like was talking. I was like, "Is this normal?" And they went, "Oh yeah, you have to reload." I went, "Oh fuck this." <laughs> I'm not playing a game where I yeah, can't there's walk. Yeah, there's been a lot of issues. There's another poker. There's poker VR as well or something, isn't there? There's yeah, another poker game on there. Apparently so. Yeah, no, that's fairly positive, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, Rec Room, since that is one of like, the best VR games, I think, to show to someone, and it's just really good, period. If you don't know what um, um, Rec Room is, it's... How do I describe it, really? Because it's basically... It's really hard to describe. All right, you have a little floating Roblox almost like character. It's very kiddy, very colorful, which I really appreciate. And they do make some missions. It's basically you can go and do like a Pirates of the Caribbean style mission and literally is your sword fighting skeletons and stuff. Or you can go and do paintballing. It's got a lot of user generated content, which is fun. So you can go and walk around Springfield if you want. Nice. Um, it is, 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 is Springfield, very... like, is it well done Springfield or is it like slapped together Springfield? competent you can definitely look and go that is springfield yeah because like it's a free-to-play game so cosmetics is what you're looking at if you right, want if you right. want to you know earn money from this game sure. it's simple cosmetics no one really gives a shit it's no, fine. i fine. see a lot of just normal looking it. people yeah it's surprisingly fun though i've always found it surprisingly fun and the community is very lovely and yeah it works better on quest and psvr mainly because you can walk around freely um, which you couldn't do easily on the PSVR version. On the mm. PSVR version, if you don't know, it doesn't have thumbsticks. You pretty much hold a button and stick your hand out, and that's how you walk. Mm. And now you just be a stick. It's fine. It's yeah, a very sure. friendly game. Like I've never had a grief. I've never had anyone be mean in it. It's mainly kids. So can't imagine how you would grief in it. It is many kids, but if you're watching the stream now, you've noticed uh, that they're just jumping into paintball now, and yeah. that's what the fun of it is. It's all mm-hmm. user-generated content apart from some developer stuff. Right. And it's just really fun, like Laser Quest, Paintball, um, 
like going out and basically doing LARPing. It's all fun. So is it, it's not... Would you say it's kind of like Gary's mod in any way? That is a great comparison. That yeah. is probably the best, best comparison I could probably think of. Interesting. But instead of um, you're main, then you're mainly playing the user generated stuff. You can go make stuff if you want, and they they normally spotlight because you have like a little hub room which is basically like a dorm room, like a university, and on like the board it says new uh, map created by top mapper this week. And they always have like a challenge, which is um, if you get this challenge, you normally get like a bow and arrow or a gun or something. It's it's cool. Uh, like this guy here is playing capture flag, I think, and that's really fun. It is it's quite substantless. Like you'll play it it's just for the gameplay. Yeah. But it is nice to jump on. Like if you have uh, some people that you know, and or you can just make friends with it really easily. To make a friend, you fist bump. I just think that's really cute. So as and soon as you fist, fist bump, bump somebody, they're on your friends list. Yeah. I, I, oh no, fist bump is party. The party up, shake hands is um friends. Sorry, that's pretty cool. It's it's yeah. it's a really cute, fun game. Like it's not very. It's not deep. It I looks guess. like it's not, not going to be. It's not. Well, they've just they've just introduced um, an update with speed running. That's a bit like uh, yeah. crazy assault courses and stuff. I believe. <laughs> so well, that'd be just... interesting to see more than to do. Cause, yeah, I don't know. That'd be fun to see. I don't know how well that would play out, but it is fun to play, you know, laser tag and paintball and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's cute. It's the, if you have any VR headset, it's free, so it's worth at least a shot, and you'll find something. I need to give it a proper go, because the only thing I did was go into the room yeah. uh, and send you a friend request, and I've not done anything else. <laughs> so yeah, I've well, never actually played a game and nothing, so I need to get on this, don't I, I guess? Yeah, we, well, we can give it a shot. It is, yeah, it we is do. fun. And I'll end off with a bit of Gears War 5, since I'm still going through the story. And um, it's interesting. So there's four acts. Two of them are like lin- uh, linear, and two of them are free roam. Because so I'm on the fourth act now, and that's gone to now linear. It's really different. I really appreciate the differences. You can just ignore the side quests and stuff in the two free open areas if you want to. One is like a lovely snowy landscape, which I like. The other is a red desert, which I personally am like meh on visually. Um, but whatever, it's nice to have a bit of variety. Um... It's just surprisingly diverse in its gameplay styles. Of course, you're just shooting things in the head, of course. But it's nice to be able to enjoy a vehicle and actually have character development while not having a gun in your face, you know? It's nice. I've I've heard a lot of criticism that uh, and sort of rage comparisons were there's there's these open world parts that just have nothing in them. Yeah, there's, there's space between what you can do and not need can do what I'm, when i'm looking around i'm looking for flags because flags or any kind of building is a sign of there's a side mission or there's the main mission and that is fair comparison but to get to one end of the map to the other does not take very long at all but yeah there are there will be times where you're just driving along and nothing will be happening uh, but they're very few and far between i'm surprised this is getting a lot of like complaints but uh, you know the normal typical gears fan just wants to shoot shit in the head which to be fair is perfectly fair but I feel now it's nice to vary up the series a bit because Gears 4 offered nothing new whatsoever, really. Mm. And again, I will reiterate from last week, it's nice to be playing as Kate. She's adds a new new breath of life to this series, even though there is some plot points which are very, very predictable. And apparently the ending is a wait for Gears 6 ending, which I'm not a fan of. Like People will buy it if they care about Gears. You don't need another cliffhanger ending, you know. But that's what I've heard. I haven't played it to the end yet, so I don't know. And um, I've been really enjoying the escape mode. I don't know why. If you didn't listen last week, or don't know. Uh, escape is uh, you and two other people. You basically get podded. So that's how these swarm 
make more uh, soldiers. You, you take a human, you put them into a pod, think some sci-fi film, it's like that. Alien. Uh, you go in, yeah, thank you. Uh, you go in, you get out of the pod, put down a bomb, and you're basically trying to escape that hive that you're in. Escape, there you go. It is, it can be repetitive, you're doing the same map over and over again. There's currently three maps, they keep, they'll be adding more in updates. But I just like how surprisingly hard it is. They've added nine difficulties now in total, I think it is. And each time you go up, something new gets added to it. So you go from beginner, then they get double health, and you get um, half the ammo, and it continues and continues and continues. And I'm trying to do it on the highest difficulty, but Jesus, this is definitely the hardest gears ever. They mm. ran the difficulty up like a motherfucker. But it's really fun, and it's nice to be coordinating with two people. And hell, I'm playing as Sarah Connor, which is pretty dang cool. Yeah. That is very cool. I will say, though, if this new Terminator film's film bombs that is going to age so horribly in my except opinion. that she's still a cool character from terminator 2 yeah that would be fine if it was the terminator 2 sarah connor just think of it as the terminator 2 sarah connor i'm i, I know what you're saying i'm just being a jerk i don't know but that, then also there's the an actual terminator which i don't think will age that like yeah, that's, that's well. pretty damn cool Whatever. um and apparently there'll be more characters coming and stuff i don't know if it's a season pass or free it might be free so I'm pretty sure the Ultimate Edition doesn't have a season pass. I don't know. I got the Ultimate Edition just because it came with my Game Pass thing. But mm. Gears 5, it's the best in the series, genuinely. Maybe just because it's had time to evolve and grow, and there's now five or four modes. So if you like having a gun in your game, you'll find something that's fun. Whether that's Horde, multiplayer, Escape, or the story. So yeah, I'm genuinely shocked how good Gears 5 is. And it looks pretty dang nice. And it runs at 60 in every mode apart from the story. So... Fuck yeah, dude. More games should do that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Do That's that. Me. That's hey, it. I, I'm, a, I'm a frame rate guy over graphics, so I appreciate, you know, a 60 FPS option when I can get it in some games. Fair enough. There Fair you enough. go. Um, right. We haven't got some news. Games. Let's do some news. Let's news. do some news. Oh, yeah. News, baby. I'm not stalling for time. You're stalling for time. Putting news first. Yeah, a couple of couple of weird announcements this week. Uh, yeah, um, Nintendo teases Switch peripheral focused on uh, physical exercise. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that Nintendo exists because they do things like this. <laughs> just, it, they're, they're weird and pointless, but I love Ring it. Fit is what this is called. Ring Fit Adventure. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Have you seen this, Duke? No. Describe it. So you get. So you basically. I don't really know what you're supposed to do with these things, but basically you get a ring and you slide your controller into this ring and then do various exercises with it in it. What? <laughs> it's so hard to describe. It's a ring with two handles on. Okay. And. You slide the controller in it so it can sense. Obviously, the the switch then knows where your controller is and creates some sorts of activities. I'm guessing around the ring. Okay. <laughs> and then the other peripheral you get is a leg strap to stick a controller in. Someone's gonna wrap that around their wiener. Just don't do it. <laughs> I, I I honestly, I've got to give props to Nintendo, like you say, Antonio, for keep coming up with this stuff but I, I just think wow 
you know, but then they sold a gazillion balance boards, so who am I to say <laughs> that this isn't going to be a huge success? Hey, man, Robbie the Robot, remember that? Yeah, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah. I just, I'm just appreciative that they exist doing this weird shit. The Labo was last year, and although I thought it was kind of pointless and silly, it's fun to see it exist, to be honest, because game, gaming can get quite boring sometimes with just another modern shooter, another modern shooter. So, yeah, a ring where you put your Joy-Con in. Why the fuck not? I'll never <laughs> yeah. buy it. It depends on what they do with there. it. Somebody needs to do something cool with it. Just the fact that it's possible in itself doesn't necessarily do much for me. But I'm just waiting for it to be cool uh, it. Dark Souls speedrun to be beaten with it. That's all I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Capcom have announced a new game in the uh, Resident Evil universe called Project Resistance, which actually looks kind of cool. So, have you heard I of this? Dude? I, ne- I never nope. trust Resident Evil B projects. Umbrella Core was the last one. That was fucking dreadful. Yeah, but this could be cool. It looks interesting. The basic. It looks like Umbrella Core, but in the Resident Evil 2 engine. They're, they're basically doing Left 4 Dead. That's that's yeah. what this game is. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope it's good because Res- I love Resident Evil, but it does look terrible. I, don't I know. hope it's I don't not. Uh, so basically, it's a four v one asymmetrical co-op. Uh, you got four survivors who have to try and escape a lab, and one person plays as the mastermind who's got to stop them from doing it by either killing them or setting traps for them to run into and stuff. It looks pretty cool. the The mastermind person has control of all the security cameras. So can track where the survivors are and then obviously track them down from that. I like the look of this, but like you said, it could just be a pile of steaming shit. Yes, I hope it it's not, yeah. but Capcom B and C projects normally are quite bad. So fingers crossed it's not bad, but I think it will be bad. And if you want any like reassurance that it will be bad, Umbrella Core was a Resident Evil B project. And it was, I think it's like 30 or 20 on Metacritic. It's terrible. Yeah. Again, I hope it's not. And there is a nice fan service. Uh, you can control Mr. X, which is the big towering guy if you don't know Resident Evil is. Um, but, eh, 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 eh. They made, a, they made an engine, and they've got to make the most out of it. I respect that, but I won't be touching this game unless it gets reviews where it's like, oh, it's actually surprisingly all right. You never but, know. It could be good. It could be good. Um, and then the weirdest thing that's happened this week is Kojima did a extended gameplay demo of Death Stranding. Oh, is he showed... carrying a lot of boxes? No, no, but weirder than that. In what? Fact, weirder than carrying boxes? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd, you'd be able to guess the weirdness that happened during the demo. Well, of course demo. not. That one trailer showed that we won't have any idea what kind of weirdness this is going to be. Well, even Kojima himself uh, stated, even I don't understand the game. Okay. Right and he's making this game, and he doesn't even understand what it's about. But yes, on the demo, he showed what happened if you stirred at Norman Reedus's character's crotch for too long. Uh, what? Yeah, this is a this is a true thing. So if you you linger the camera too long on his, you know, meat and two veg, he puts his hands over them, and if you continue to stir, then he punches the camera. Well, that's an important piece of news. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers, where we give you the most <laughs> urgent news you need. This guy's going to cover up his wing-wang. Yeah, don't stir at Normus's wang, otherwise you get a punch in the face. Yeah, well... I think it's a, it's a take, take away from this. How about that? Um, we want a death then, today, people. 
Yeah. And then the last thing that's happened this week, I guess, which is which is kind of interesting news, is a committee in the UK decided that loot boxes are a form of gambling, uh, which was the UK's Parliament Digital Culture, Media and Sports Committee. I'm not talking about my wing-wing, Duchess. I'm talking about some guy in the video games wing-wing. No, Duke is definitely talking about his wang. Um, yeah, so basically they've decided so that... loot boxes are gambling. Loot boxes are a form of gambling yes. and that the government should recognize that and treat them as such and regulate them under the gambling laws in the UK. So that's an Good. interesting bit of news. Fine. The ESA uh, from America is not too happy about this decision. Of course not. They're an industry front group. They want whatever makes them money. And they said this, as demonstrated by the recent announcements of policies regarding the disclosure of the relative rarity or probability of obtaining virtual items in paid loot boxes, as well as the robust parental controls that empower parents to control in-game purchases, the video game industry is a leader in partnering with parents and players to create enjoyable video game experiences. You want money. This is a way of getting you money. You know it's gambling. Don't front. In addition... Uh, numerous regulatory bodies around the world, including those in Australia and France and Ireland and Germany and the UK, have come to the conclusions starkly different from that of this committee. Yeah, it's going to get in the way of our money. That's the translation. Of yeah, that. I think I think the interesting thing for me is, is that's like saying uh, just because the lottery says, you know what, it's 14 million to one uh, that you're going to win the jackpot. It doesn't stop people you know playing the lottery well and they it, don't and say the- that very often if they said that on every lottery ticket or when you went up to buy the lottery ticket if you said i'd like one lottery ticket please and the guy go the odds of you winning are 14 million to one i bet a lot fewer people would buy lottery tickets it's like the crunchy frog monty python sketch why don't you have a big red label warning larks vomit but people know the odds of winning the lottery, you know. Well, that's there's knowing the odds, and then there's, like, hearing and confronting the odds on a regular basis. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying is that the ESA are trying to justify it by going, yeah, but we've told people how rare it is that you're going to get right. a good item. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't stop people buying the boxes. They still try because there's not. always that chance, isn't yeah. there? But I don't, know. I don't know how they can argue it because it, it literally is gambling. You're paying money for something. And they're trying to get around it. The end. Get. Like that's how they argue it. They're trying to pretend like it's something it's not. So let's yeah. not give them any time for their propaganda. Anyway, that's it. So let's do some emails. Oh yeah, it's email time, baby. You know what that means. Oh, That ruled. Uh, first email this evening is off Warlocky. And yes. he says this. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, after Stu imparted his wisdom. His wisdom. His wisdom. Uh, after Stu imparted his wisdom about the two Oculus VRs a few weeks ago, I finally decided to follow his advice, which is always a risky proposition. Yeah, I have it is. To uh, and pulled the trigger on the Oculus Quest. So I thought I would let you know my experience of it. So far, I am very impressed. Although I'm not usually a fan of rhythm games, but Beat Saber is great. And I have now set up sideloading and streamed a few games from Steam VR, such as Fallout 4 VR, No Man's Sky, etc. 
and they seem to work really, really well. And the streaming gives access to a much larger and cheaper catalogue of games. I'm still exploring, but I'm loving the quest so far. So thanks for your advice, Stu. And thanks, guys, for making one of the best gaming podcasts out there. I love my ego being stroked, by the way. Can I just say this? Uh, P.S. I've heard rumours that the Oculus Quest might be getting native PC support, which would be great, as it was a little bit fiddly to set up. Fiddly, fiddly. Go. It was... The setup process was annoying for me. So if you don't know, you have to do it through a mobile app. So first of all, if you don't have a mobile phone, what do you do? Secondly, it crashed three times! Three times Wait. I had to go, like, do it again, start from scratch. For some reason, the controllers just wouldn't pair. Tits. Took about an hour. Mm. So, can I ask you, uh, Antonio, have you considered doing the streaming thing? Uh, probably not. No, my PT is a bit on the fritz right now. For some but reason, you don't want to see. You don't want to look as awesome as Stuart looked in that thing he shared. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's by streaming. Do you mean actually <laughs> streaming it or streaming games? No, no, streaming the, the obviously PC games from Steam VR. If I get my PC to work again, then I'll give it a shot. Uh, for while well, I have the quest, yeah, why not? Yeah, the AL, ALVR apparently works really, really well. Okay, I can give it a shot. There you go. But thank you, Warlocky, and I'm glad that it was okay because I always worry when people take my advice. So it's a bit of a crapshoot. Anyway, uh, next email tonight is from Undead Kerber, who we haven't had an email off for a while. Yeah, welcome back. Um, yeah, he says this evening, veterans. Oh, Sandbird. Uh, hope you're all enjoying the busiest time of the year for gaming. Loads of announcements have been made and there is a lot of releases coming very soon from Luigi's Mansions 3, uh, Star Wars, Order 66, Death Stranding, and for the sports fans out there, FIFA 2020, uh, FIFA, <laughs> uh, Madden, and NHL, and a lot more. I've recently picked up Borderlands 3, and it's fantastic. Yay. Is it really it's that great... different from the other Borderlands games, though? I, d- I doubt it, man. Yeah. From what I've seen, no, and that's why I didn't buy it. It yeah, doesn't look like well, it changes yeah. very much. That, and it's currently, not... there's technical issues on every console. Which uh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah, Sorry, it's a on. fantastic tribute to Gearbox. Uh, it's been upscaled with a lot more great detail compared to Borderlands 3. Oh, what? Borderlands 3 has a lot more detail now. than Borderlands 3. 3. And it's a fantastic tribute to Gearbox. It's been upscale with a lot more great detail compared to Borderlands 2. I'm thinking that must be. Yeah. You know what I like uh, about Borderlands in, 3 is that it's better than Borderlands 3. Borderlands <laughs> 3. Yeah. Uh, with very different Vault Hunters, but with the memorable, enjoyable gameplay, if you like the previous entries to the series. Yeah, I mean, that's the I thing is that have... Borderlands is it's a great game structure. I just I never finished 2. I haven't played the pre-sequel. There's no reason for me to go get 3. No. I highly advise this game. And even if you've never played the franchise, it's a great place to jump in because uh, you will see characters from previous games to give that connection to community of this franchise. But you can jump in and not worry about missing any story from previous games, great comedy value, and interesting side quests. Uh, fast-paced action, and with friends, it's a blast. Also, see a Thieves fan, if you are not aware... Uh, we have a huge update with pet monkeys and parrots at the moment. With more to come in the future. Uh, the hell? 
feel something there. Someone's turning on their special v- massaging uh, vibrator. I have no clue. Vibrating my, wand. My, oh, look at me. Look at me. My <laughs> Xbox controller <laughs> vibrated for no reason. <laughs> Mate, he heard Sea of Thieves and thought he might get some use. Yeah, there we go. Maybe that's what it was. Go on. It's very unhappy now. Um, okay. Uh, moment with more to come in the future. These are paid content, but for £6, you can't go wrong. And Rare pumping out free, consistent content. Uh, this is our chance to support the game. Now, these are not just pets. You get a lot of MMOs. These are cunning creatures which have a lot of personality from dancing to your shanties, taking cover around cannon fire. I have no clue. I'm going to unplug this. <laughs> you now the that. printer started going. What is <laughs> yeah. happening? They're an earthquake up there. Yeah, I know, right? What are you doing, Stuart? How do you use these uh, machines? I did I play no Sea of Thieves recently, actually, um, since launch, and it has gotten better. What's better about yeah. it? Since Stu is obviously having to deal with his machines. I'm so sorry, but for <laughs> whatever reason, <laughs> whatever reason, the the printer just started vibrating as well. Stuff is going weird around oh, here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Antonio, telling us what no they improved clue. on Sea of Thieves. I would say there's a lot more content, and I I don't know if there's enough to warrant paid content personally, but it is a much better game now, I'd say, than, than launch. Okay. But it does still feel a little bit empty, but maybe that's just because I'm not into that kind of game. Yeah. But it is not. It's, it's, it's still fun to play, and it still looks lovely. Cool. Yeah, apparently he says that you're going to be able to uh, take cover around cannon fire holding their breath when you take them under the sea, and if you get bored, you can fire them out of a cannon. And be careful when you feed them, because if your cooking skills aren't up to scratch, you'll be cleaning up the fury of feathers. Feathery fellas puke anyway time? What? You need some cooking. You can cook now. You can cook now. And um, I'm guessing if you give him something nasty, he throws that shit back up. Yeah. Anyway, time for the question. Question. EGX is coming around fast, and what games are you looking forward to getting your hands on? Uh, I grew up on Sega when I was very young, and Streets of Rage 4 is going to be at EGX. Even though it's a very small game, I can't wait to check it out. Sorry for the long message. Uh, This time of year gets me excited for all this autumn-winter gaming content. Have a good week, guy. Kerber out. Cheers, man. There you go. That was a lot of text to get through, I have to say. But it was good text. Um, We appreciate that. Yeah. EGX, do you know what? We were talking about this earlier, weren't we, Antonio? We were saying mm-hmm. we don't we go more for the social meetups than the actual games these days. For game wise, I go to left field and um, res. Like my favourite EGX game I've played in a long time was What the Golf, which was a left field game, I think. Yeah, I'm right then. Um, but looking at the list, there's not much yet to announce. So I'd say it's better to bring this topic up like a week before or something. Because like, currently, Borderlands Three, No Straight Roads, which is a fun game. I played that at res. Um, but it's many Res and Leftfield currently announced, I'm afraid. So we'd just be reading names. I don't think that'd be great content. Yeah, that sounds like just awesome go wait, go meet up, have fun, and nothing will ever beat Line Wobbler. And dance your butt off. Exactly. <laughs> Get down. Oh, come on. Yeah. Get down. Come on. Uh, okay, final email tonight. Final is off the- email. The great owl himself, Jason. <laughs> anyway, he says this creature in the well. Creature now, in here the is a game I feel like getting behind. It feels a little like they added sort of pinball 
to Hyperlight Drifter and then added a mysterious story. No idea. Okay. Any ideas, creature in the well? I, I feel no like I should. Oh, okay. I played this. I played this last week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a dungeon crawler where you base your main form of attacking is charging up a, a ball and giving it energy, and the main currency is energy. It's fun. It's on a Game Pass on PC and console. If you want to give it a shot. Um, if it if, watch a trailer, if it looks cool, then you'll like it definitely because it's all about its gameplay. There you go. After have a look. Uh, he says, check it out. Check it out. Check out Creature in the Well. Now, I ranted a few weeks back. I sent those boss waivers an email complaining about Microsoft. You see, my gold was set to expire. My kid wanted to play Minecraft on Xbox rather than the PS4 because her friend plays it with her the... Well, I bought the game on PS4. I wasn't about to pay for another copy. So I hit the try Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar button. Since then, I've tried to cancel, but he says I'm paid up through till February 2020. So my question, what are these clowns really charging me? It ain't no dollar. That's what my good buddy the fish likes to think. Anyway, I've been buying more books than games lately. I would really like to encourage you to get the audio version of Dark Matter, a ghost story by Michelle Paver, narrated by Jeremy Northam. It is fucking brilliant. Thank you for the anyway. recommendation. I'm not doing that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I might do that, though. I listen to lots of audio Yeah, and to, uh, Stuart does. Maybe he'll take you up. Uh, Microsoft getting me up my ass, aren't they? I just don't feel it yet. Soon going to be monetary debit that arrives at the national debt. What do you think, Duke? Um, I, I, you know what? I don't know. Trump said trade wars are easy to win and good, and I don't think it's either of those things, and it's having real consequences for people. So let's see if the electorate can make the connection between Trump's dumb policies and the bad economic situation we're moving into. Cool. Uh, and play Hyperlight Drifter, you wankers. One of the best games ever made. Yeah, I'm yeah, currently yeah. playing the infectious madness of Dr. Decker and the shape-shifting detective. Okay. I'm doing that because other than Catherine, I guarantee Stu isn't playing anything interesting. Uh, and I'm very slowly writing a masterpiece. Jason. Okay. Does that mean P-Town? I know it could be a, a follow-up. Maybe so a P-Town follow-up. Oh, I don't know. That was all P-town. done. Yeah. Rightio, so that, that's it for emails. Apart from the fact uh, we have a email quiz and a quiz quiz. We have two quizzes. quizzes. Two quizzes, oh my God. Double barrel quiz. Jeez. So we're doing the email yeah. quiz first? Yeah, battle of the quizzes, It's people. time for the quiz. It's time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. Uh, so first quiz tonight is usually first email. First but quiz. the first quiz is from Derek Sines. Derek Sines. He also sent a speak pipe, didn't he? He did. He did. He says this. Hello, again, veteran gamers. Uh, Now I have my home Wi-Fi network up and running. It's time to celebrate with another video game quiz. I have come up with 10 cryptic crossword-style clues, all of which lead to the name of a video game or video game franchise. Simple, I hear you say. So let's begin. Right, are you ready, guys? All right. I'm focusing on this now. Here is... Take that, number papers one. I'm trying to grade. Go ahead, number one. Here's number one. These three games... Uh, you ashes. cut out. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, 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 Stuart. What? You, what? You, what? You, what? you cut out there. You have to start over. 
Okay, number one. Question number one. Uh, these three games rose from the ashes, but am I wrong about that? What? They rose from the ashes? Phoenix uh, Detective? Ooh, it could be Phoenix Wright, Ace, Ace Attorney. Are there three of those? Whatever. Yeah, Phoenix Wright, yeah. Ace Attorney, yeah, there is Get it? Three Am I right about that? I think I see what you did there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so we think that's Phoenix right. Number two, uh, the initial impression of this game is purple, yellow, ruby, emerald. Purple, yellow, ruby, emerald. Oh, I know. You want that? I don't know. Pyre. What? Huh. Purple, okay. yellow, ruby, uh, fair enough, emerald. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, number three. An anagram of Doyeng Lee is a game we've all been expecting. Sorry, what is the word? Doyeng Lee. So D O Y E N G L E. Doyeng Lee. Uh, only God D. God. <laughs> only Godly. <laughs> no. Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross. Demon, I don't think that fits. <laughs> Demon Goy. Soy Joy. Who doesn't like Soy Joy? Denny Leggy. Le- anyway, we'll move know. on while you're yeah, trying to figure know. that out. I, Number four. Uh, these pocket monsters are ready to break down. Pokemon? That's what I thought, but then yeah, that's pretty I'm straightforward. And what's the breakdown words. part mean? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. It's an mm-hmm. Pokemon Smash. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Number five. This shuttle train is ready to leave. Shuttle train. These are too hard, man. I know, I'm, right? I mean, are you sure these shit. are games we know or like have played before? I assume they probably are. Mm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shuttle train. I mean, I'm thinking Train Simulator, but it's probably not that. It's not. No, my first guess. thought was, for some reason, my first thought was Metro, but that's probably wrong. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not smart for this. It could be. It could be, you know. I'm a filmmaker. I'm not smart. Uh, number six. This game in the franchise sees the Ascending Deceased Triple. Ascending Deceased Triple. Dead Alive? Dead Rising? Oh. Triple. Dead Rising 3? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, yeah, let's go, go for that. Uh, an anagram of Chew Hitter. God damn it, not again. <laughs> T-W-O-H- uh, Chew Hitter T-W-O- is a franchise old version Stop. game. T-W-O-H-I-T-T-E-R? Yes, Chew okay. as, in, as in chewing something and Hitter. Oh, Chew Hitter, so not what I said. All right, Chew Hitter, go on. Go on, carry on. Uh, number eight, Luigi's Wait, 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 monsters. is there more to that? Chew Hitter, no, what? That's, oh, Chew Hitter is a franchise all veteran gamers have played at one time or another. Oh, boy. All mm. right. Go on, sorry. Uh, Luigi's brother wants to square up against a big ape, so that's uh, oh, Donkey Mario Kong. Oh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Donkey Kong. We got that one. Oh, oh, I got the last one with the anagram. Go on. Yeah. The Witcher. Uh, yes, it is. Well done. Well done. Thank well you. Well done, right, Thank you. Uh, Number nine, you can killed. You can be killed, but you still want to fight. 
Uh, you can be killed, but you still want to fight. Dead hmm. something? Hmm. No, no killed, but you still want to fight. Uh, despite its name, this Unreal franchise seems to be never-ending. Fortnite! Yay! Yeah. I've got one. I, I think we've got a perfect 10 out of 10 there. He says he's looking forward to that. I yeah, think we did I that. I haven't finished that other anagram. Die on. Oh, we got one of them. Are you ready for the answers? Here we go. Yeah, okay. I give up. Okay. I haven't looked at this email, so I have no idea, obviously. All right. Uh, number one, Phoenix Writer to Ace Attorney. Hey, I was right. Woo! Number two was Pyre. You were hey, correct. Right too. Now let's have a look. I need to look at the clues now for this one. Yeah. All right. Okay. An anagram of Doying Glee is a game we've all been expecting. I see that. I see what he did there now. Glee, which yeah. was, of course, Goldeneye. Uh, uh, been expecting you, Mister Bond. Oh, very clever. I see very clever. There, yeah. Uh, number four was Pokemon Snap. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough yeah. Breaking down. So you were yeah. close. You were close. Oh, yeah. uh, the shuttle train is ready to leave was Metro Exodus. So oh, fuck, right. oh, oh, <laughs> Of course. I didn't say Exodus, though, did I? So. Yeah. You see, we're getting loads of these. Yeah, it's fine. Know. You get close enough. Oh, we were so close to number six. Uh, number six was the clue was this game in the franchise sees the ascending deceased triple. Yeah. And it was Dead Rising 3. That's what I said. Yeah. Did you say that? Oh, yeah, I got I that as well. You actually nearly have got I know, right? We're doing 10. pretty well. Uh, number seven, The Witcher. The Witcher, which we, I said which that. We yeah. got, which you got, Duke. Yeah. Uh, number eight was Mario versus Donkey Kong. Hey, Antonio got that. So that's another one. And number nine, you can be killed, but you still want to fight. Any any further ideas on this? Dead or alive, I don't know. <laughs> it was of course Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. I see. Cute. You see what he did there. I see. And then the final clue was, of course, despite its name, this Unreal franchise seems to be never-ending. Never-ending story. I think he's. I think this isn't. Uh, oh, I something, guess something it is. Something infinite, right? It wasn't. Yeah, do you know that's kind of funny. Uh, I thought it was Fortnite because obviously it's an unreal franchise. Yeah. But it's actually Final Fantasy. Ah, uh, Final Fantasy. Unreal. Final Fantasy. I guess. Mm. Yeah, because so Unreal Fantasy is unreal. Thank so, you. Right, it's a good very quiz. Cool. I like very that kind of cryptic stuff. Jeez. And we know which area the answers are going to be in, so that's cool. So but we yes. did way better than we actually thought we'd done. That's which true. is always good. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so that's quiz number one out of the way. I guess we've got to have quiz number two from James now. Speak pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. I guess this is more of an MP3 than it is a speak pipe. But nevertheless, here it comes. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, there's a bunch of different files. I haven't cleaned out this folder yet. Where's the full? Hello? Oh, there we go. Uh, quiz special edition is that hello well it's because there's 17 different things in here okay so i'm gonna put this in here i'm gonna open it that way and i'm gonna run the audio file and it's coming up and it's gonna show up stay tuned people this is gonna be awesome just wait till (laughs) you're happy after all this yeah i know right i don't know what to tell you if it's a speak pipe it loads quickly when it's an audio file it takes longer yeah, I'm getting bored. People are getting bored, man. What's happening? 
Here it is. Jay has got a request this week. Oh, yeah, huh? We've got to give him a number between 1 and 500, and he's going to do the quiz on whatever number Ooh, we pick. 250. There you go, done. No! <laughs> By Chini going to the United States, he's basically told us all to go fuck ourselves. So, I am going to do a special edition quiz. Without that fucker. It's quiz time, motherfucker. Welcome to the special edition of the Veteran Gamers Quiz of... Man, he's going deep with these special effects, man. Every week it's more elaborate. I know. After years. Today's quiz is about guessing. Who the hell? Who is this person? Why is he here? Why do we care? So here is the question. Who the fuck is this person? Here's clue one. Leaps around Dude, that area. Listen to that. He's asking a question. I don't care what he's asking. Yeah, really, man. Look, oh, yeah, you didn't know he, the, the he's list. waiting all week to hear this. He's Look. like, come on, oh, man. He should, have, he should have sent that. You don't know what it's like to not be on a podcast, man. Uh, I remember when I wrote in back in the day to the Over 35s podcast, and I was like, oh, they mentioned me. I feel so special. <laughs> so cool. Here we are trying to address this person's questions that he wrote about in earnest, and you're just like, no, no. Let me tell you some more about my days of playing oh. games on the Spectrum. <laughs> Is this too easy? Uh, do we know who it is that's speaking? We were talking about. <laughs> I don't think so. Was it? Mm, I, don't know. I, I mean, remember. I remember I did email once, so something like that did happen. Oh, could be wrong. Maybe it was Antonio. That would be so funny if it was you. Over the years, though. yeah, I know, right? All right, well, let's find out. Is it too hard? I cannot tell. I have no idea what to expect, to be honest. <laughs> Search your memory. The truth is there. <laughs> Somewhere. Back in 2010. It was it was really good fun, and he was he was very nice, I have to say, and he played very fairly, he was and he was good. Yeah. He did a good 13-year-old on low, uh, uh, a game. It is unusual. What? No. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It just usually really annoying, and he wasn't at all. He was very oh, funny. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Well, like being part of a community has it benefits. Is. It does. It does. It so, yeah, he was, he was a really cool dude. And he's obviously very rich. So, there yeah. you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's my new friend. I assume you've guessed correctly, since you're not idiots. But just in case, here's his original email. <laughs> hey, veterans! I was just wondering if any of you would consider to add me to PSN or Xbox Live friends lists. If you're interested or want to know about me, send me a message or an email. Also, I was wondering, Duke or any others who play Modern Warfare 2, what's your favorite that class and kill streaks? My personal favorite are main, AK-47, and UMP-45 silence, both. Secondary, M9 tack knife for M1014 extended magazines. Equipment, throwing knife, special grenades, stubs, perks, marathon pro, stopping power pro, Commando Pro, it helps tack knife. Kill streaks, 7 Harrier, 11 Chopper Gunner, 25 Nuke. Later, guys. Sent from my iPad, you big show off. And the answer is. Top Gun Dash Mofo. Antonio from Somerset. Antonio! Dude, Antonio, it's Dude, you. that is so. Now, funny. did he choose that because you were on last week, or is he just coincidence and karma? No, I'm assuming that's why he chose it. He was yeah, assuming probably. you were on this week, maybe. Maybe. Jeez. That was 2010, was it? I guess yeah. so. Yeah. 
fuck? That, there's proof. This bullshit about, oh, he's been listening for so long. It's real. <laughs> That's right. Good. I know, nine years ago. And I, I can't went, believe how loud so my rich. mic was. Jesus. <laughs> oh, so you. funny. Oh, Antonio. Jesus. How does it feel to hear your email read back? Yeah, like how does that? it feel to hear that email from 2010? I was a Modern Warfare sweats with that nuke. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. you were. Damn right, boy. I must have... I pro- I, did I ever get a nuke? I've only got one once. I was like, I'm going to keep this forever. In case See, I that's get the one thing, again. man. I can't imagine having that kill streak. I barely get to three. <laughs> uh, there's 45 more seconds. Let's among hear the my rest. friends, who can get the nuke first? So yeah. That's why. Let's hear this uh, rest of this speak pipe. Right I'll, I'll add you to my friends list, Antonio. We'll hang out. I'll we'll be cool I'll, together. And we'll laugh about how stupid get Stu is. Get it, Was it really a quiz? Was it too easy or too hard? It doesn't really matter because since Chitty has fucked off, I am paying tribute to Antonio. <laughs> now that's it for this brief rendition of the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear Special Edition Antonio Edition Special Edition Antonio. I'm off to the Nostromo <laughs> to hide in a cupboard and shit my pants. Till next okay. time, bye! I hope it's the right fucking Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Why do all of you beat me know, sir? That he went, that he found that clip even. Yeah, I know, right? Good wow. stuff, man. Now, here's what I want to know. Why does everybody who sends in audio files eventually talk about pooping? <laughs> Why no is point. that the strange attractor of our community? Because everyone does it. It's natural, so, you know. Well, we yeah, all but we don't want to talk all about it. it. We all, we all share a common bond. We all shit. We all play games. I yeah, guess absolutely. so. Yeah, but we all eat food, too. Well, I guess we do talk about food. Can I just clarify, though? We all don't get stiffies when we get examined by a nurse. All right. Just yeah, here comes the other speak pipe. It's from Derek Sines, which uh, he sent us an email quiz and a speak pipe. How nice is that? Mm-hmm. Hello, veteran gamers. It's Derek Sines back again. Uh, today is Monday, the 9th of September, and I was supposed to be sending you a speak pipe uh, yesterday my phone but wouldn't you know it late yesterday afternoon my phone credit ran out and i didn't have a chance to renew it on a sunday oh evening. no and uh, my home internet connection was supposed to be getting sorted today uh, but it may not be until tomorrow now so we'll wait and see on that but here's a quick question for you um there's been lots of political turmoil the last few weeks uh, regarding oh, yeah. brexit and the conservative party and the like Mr. Johnson and all that. Behave. And in the USA, it's, well, pretty much anything Mr. Trump says there. Yep. Uh, so I was thinking, if you had the chance to run a country by yourself, uh, would you take up the challenge? Would you take up the reins? Uh, or do you not think you've got enough experience or enough intelligence, enough knowledge? Uh, it's uh, something which is difficult, I think, to do, run a country, but uh, many politicians have uh, found it's a bit of a poison chalice, so maybe you wouldn't want to take up that challenge. And... Um, I think that's probably it, but uh, I think this is going to be my start of the campaign for Mike Chin for Prime Minister. Mike Chin! And I'm sure everyone will vote for him if he stands, but yeah. uh, I think that's enough for now, so I'll just say, what shall I say? Um, keep on game. Keep on politicking. Keep on politicking. Uh, thanks, uh, right, Derek. I'm going to answer this in a serious form now. Go ahead. I think basically what we should do is uh, tell everyone they don't need to work anymore. Because that would be good, because you don't have to answer to the man anymore. Though. So like Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah. Don't work. Uh, give everybody an Oculus Quest headset Ugh. and then tell them to escape from reality. Yeah. And everyone will be fine. So it's like the happy. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's make the whole country into the Matrix. Except that, that as Player that. Piano by Kurt Vonnegut shows, people don't want machines to do all the work. Work gives our lives meaning. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't I would be up for the challenge. I think I would probably be a pretty good leader of a country. But here's the thing. Oh it's, God. It's not about me. Like the the dangerous thing is thinking I'm the person who's gonna fix everything. Instead, the question is, are the people gonna get together and demand the right actions? Right? If the people lead, then the leaders will follow. So the number one thing Obama didn't do, for instance, in terms of domestic policy, was meet with you know groups of working people and union organizers and everything, activists. He. Ralph Nader kept trying over and over to organize meetings between Obama and people other than the policy wonks and the experts in Washington, D.C., representatives from ordinary working people. But instead, he just, you know, he surrounded himself with the same industry insiders. And of course, Trump is 10 times, 100 times worse, same way that Bush was. So I think any good leader is the type of person who will say, look, Whatever people want, I'm willing to work on, but you have to let me know what it is, and then I have to be willing to listen to those people. So I think that's what a good leader does, and that's what I would do as a leader. There you go. There you go. You would lead by example. I would lead by listening more Meet than I speak. with the working man. Exactly. Antonio, which kind of leader would you be? I'd, I'd, I'd rather support Mr. Michael Chin and his uh, you know, candidacy hey, so that he hey. can finally fucking hire me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no, but also free drones for all. Free drones for all. Free yeah, drones for, free all. Drones for all. But oh, no, no, I would. Didn't. No, I've been, I've, I've been a director for one film, and I found it fucking horrendous and really stressful. So I don't think I'd like to lead anything. Thank you. <laughs> I'm right. no leader. I'd rather take the orders. Yeah. Or be there you go. One below take the lead or something. Take the There's orders. Stress. That's what you need to do. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I wouldn't be a good leader. No. Very good. Uh. Yeah, and that's it for all that shit. So I guess it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. I think it is. I think it's going to be time. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! I don't know why it wasn't playing at first. Yeah, who's starting? Uh, I'm going to start first. Go ahead, you start. Go ahead, Chief. I'm going to shout-out Antonio for a very interesting trip down memory lane because that is so funny to hear from Jesus. No Nine it would have been years extra ago. layer if he found my first appearance. Yeah, that would be cool. Wow. Do that, I'm, Jay. I'm just amazed I know, that I gave you the idea. <laughs> <laughs> amazing found that. Uh, so, yeah, big, and a big shout out to Jay to have found that clip, even. Yeah, I echo that. That's For all those podcasts that we've I done echo. and find that clip. Yeah. It's quite incredible, really. Uh, so, yeah, big shout out. The shout out to Antonio for doing chin ups. What the hell? Yeah, oh, good yeah. Out, dude. I, I thought I'd pluck up the courage and share that, and yeah, it's got a lot of love, and I appreciate that. Thank you. So yeah, well done to you. You're looking very thin there. Very, I, that was a cross between svelte and thin. Did you see <laughs> what I did there? You're, you're looking, looking very, very thin. thin. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate. Uh, that. So yeah, you're looking well, Antonio. So well done to you. And with Beat yeah. Saber, whew, the sky's the limit. There it is. Impressive stuff. Impressive stuff. Uh, yeah, and obviously, shout out to Chini, really, because. I am kind of missing him. It seems like ages since I've spoken to him, which is really weird. He's going to be back uh, soon. Don't worry. I don't know when, though. Is he back this Sunday? Is it Sunday? I don't know. I, I assume he's... I thought he said he was going to be gone for two weeks, and it's been two weeks. Yeah, so I'm guessing he's back next week, we think. I guess. Yeah, I think no so. Idea. He better be, or I'll pound him. Yeah, I think <laughs> you should just do that anyway, because that'd yeah. be kind of funny. Right. Uh, 
And that's it for me. So over to you, Antonio. We'll go with you. I want to echo Stu's shout out. Uh, so who is it? Jay? James? Who is it? Jay. Yeah, okay, Jay. Thank you very much. Anyway, I didn't want to get it wrong. Uh, for finding that because, wow, that is memory lane. And I kind of want to listen back to me going, is that me? And then my reaction because, yeah. Wow, that, that, that was great to hear. Thank you. And uh, thank you to the listeners for putting up with me for two weeks. If Chinny's not back next week, I swear the fuck I won't be back. Don't worry. I just, I brought my way back in with this quest. Um, to put you, a pin in the did, quest, actually. You, you kind of did. Yeah, to put a pin in the quest, actually. I'll have my fun at Beat Saber, but I don't think I'll keep it for too much longer because where I'm living right now isn't very VR friendly. So I can't really use it to its full potential. So if anyone wants an Oculus Quest, I'm willing to do a good deal. They're not going to want it now. They know it stinks like a rat's ass. He's going to clean it, though. I will clean that shit. Good. Yeah. Or if worse comes to worse, I'll replace the um, you know, the, the uh, eyepiece if someone really wants it like that. I'm fine with that. I'll take the hit. Yeah, I'll do a good deal. I'll You'll save at least 100 quid with me. So if you want a quest, at Heavy Evil, hit me up on Twitter. But I'll keep it for well, a bit I was already long. fucking getting rid of it. What the hell? Because I'm not really in the best place to use it really right now. I, I jumped on it somewhat impulsively because I saw it, you know, cheap. Or cheaper than anywhere else. And I thought, I can break even if I don't like it. But I want to go through and play all the other Oculus exclusive stuff first. So the Vader thing and a couple others. And it is a good piece of kit. And if you haven't got a VR headset, yeah, that. I'd say get that. Or if you have a PlayStation 4, go for did that. Both are great entry level bits. I'd, did I talk about last week the Crisis Brigade thing with the guy in I the car? Play that. I did play that. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's good if, you, if you've got a big enough space, but you need a big space, ideally. Oh, um, well, there you go. I'm going to try again then. Like in the garden or something. Yeah, yeah. Wait till a nice overcast day. Jobs are good. I'll give it another shot then, because, yeah, I got it on the side quest thing. But, yeah, like, it's not a bad piece of kit in any stretch of imagination. It's just, I don't need to buy more games right now. I jumped on it impulsively with the knowledge that I could break even. It is a great yeah. piece of kit, but, you know, like, I'll have my phone to Beat Saber, do all the mods I want, finally play the fucking Shrek movie, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll part with it. So if anybody wants it, I will clean it. Don't you worry. I'll clean it good. Hell, it's still going to smell like a rat's ass, though. Why don't you I'll shut up and let him sell his thing, dude? You don't. We don't worst comes give you a hard time when you try to sell your crap. Worst comes to worst, I'll place the eyepiece free of charge. Yeah. So there you go. Get a good deal. And uh, yeah, Mike, get home safe. Hope you enjoyed your trip away. There you go, Duke. Yeah, I want to shout out Antonio for being around, Jay for doing this uh, uh, one quiz, and uh, Derek Sainz for the other quiz, yeah, which Derek I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I played with Rocket League with a guy named Top Mass, so cheers for him. That was a lot of fun. And uh, shout-out to Chinny for coming back soon. And shout-out to the students who wrote all these stories that I got to read. And shout-out to um, uh, Yeti for making this microphone I'm talking into. The end. Woo. Brilliant. In that case, I think we're done. Yes, we are done. The end of the show. End of the you show. Fucking prince. Uh. Turn the podcast off. Turn it off. Oh, wait, you don't wait. need to do that because it'll need turn to. off when it ends. Yes. Why don't you listen to another podcast? You ungrateful fuck. Keep it in red.
Playing on the quest. Playing. Yeah, bye, everyone. Love you. Yeah, bye, everyone. Love you. Yeah, bye, 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 bye